And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mac. Sheen Washable. Solzy. The Mask Chris Massey. And the Red Baron. Mac Sheen fucking the whole intro up. Well, I, I can't hear anybody in my headphones. <laughs> I don't know if it's me. It's you. You know how I know it's you? Because if it wasn't, Kendall would have, like, panicked. He would have said something along the lines of, I look like a foot. Help. Yeah. Souls, you're a little flat. Correct, Mundo. No Soulsy, just Soulsy. Soulsy. Which is fine, too. He's, He's hungry. He's in need of chicken cutlets. I just need... I'm, I'm fine. Yeah? Yeah? Better than what your dad made for dinner. What do you make? Uh, your dad made uh, breadcrumb mayonnaise chicken. Yeah, that's... I don't think that's true. It's 100% true. 100% true. I swear on Mark Burley's career. So fuck off, Kyle. <laughs> Welcome to this Monday edition of Getting Sports with Drunk. Starting lineups. Souls? Chicken. Super Duper Double Citra. You guys know where it's from. If, you're, if your beer drinking was an MLB season, your pitcher would have Tommy John. <laughs> <laughs> Just overuse. Mass. Chris Massey. I'm drinking the Imperial Stout Trooper Stout. From New England Brewing. New England. It's in Connecticut. <laughs> yes. Stout, Imperial Stout, Stout. <laughs> I have it's from like a beer Jack's, telegram. From <laughs> Jack's Abbey, the Citra Brow. Dry hopped Citra Lager. Alright, so who forgot a beer? Well, Kendall picked mine up on the way here. <laughs> I was at a softball game. I had to do a beer run for essentially the entire Left side of the room. Yeah, Kendall really so came in. Are you guys drinking the same beer? Yes. Yes. We'll have two different perspectives. <laughs> of a shit beer. We don't know that yet. You may know, but we don't know that. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, so what are you drinking? I am from Jack's Abbey having Citra Brow, a dry hopped Citra Lager. I'm currently drinking a Schaefer. Because I needed to get the beer taste, or the, the <laughs> dip taste out of my mouth. But I have a 2017 Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout. Stout aged bourbon barrels. Toast of Excellence, Solze? My Toast of Excellence is to... Nothing. You don't have anything? No. All right. Machine? Hold on, I got to pull up the name. Well, no, I, I oh, have no. it. I just no, got to no, pull up no, the, no. the page. Uh, right, right. Mine is to uh, Gary Cohen. It's his birthday today. He's uh, the lead announcer for SNY and uh, one of my favorite broadcasters and uh, someone who I, I try to emulate in my uh, broadcast experience. So, happy birthday, Gary so Cohen. So, you're trying to look like Jerome Bettis but sound like him? Yes, yeah, something kind of like that. All right. So. Mass, Chris Massey? Uh, you, can, you can do the one you wanted to. It's okay. No, I think I'm going to go no, for it. No, it's okay. I think I'm going to go for a different one. Okay. To the blind kid that did the Orioles pick, 
or t- not the Orioles, the Ravens, Ravens pick. Went in Braille? Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, the concept was cool, but they could have easily just been like, hey, just like rub this, and then we're picking this guy. That's true. They could have just been like, hey, they go I, say this name. I still but think like, that was rub pretty the, cool. Rub, rub the t- <laughs> we're going to put mashed potatoes down. Just play with it. <laughs> I still think that was pretty cool. My, uh, my toast I is... I didn't pick you. Oh, I'm sorry. Mock? My toast is to third-round draft pick for the Cleveland Browns, Sion Tatikaki. <laughs> Speaking of cocky. So, so this is a guy that didn't think he was going to get picked yet and took a bathroom break and was on the toilet when the Browns called him. <laughs> kind of appropriate. Fantastic. Good for you, man. Paul? No, souls. Come up, you know, come on, come up with something. Go first. There's, there's no, no, I'm... Calling on you. There's no way you don't have one. You watch more baseball than anybody else here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, right. It's you need Albert that, that assurance. for passing Barry Bonds. <laughs> Who? Pujols passing Bonds in the all-time RBI list. Without steroids? Still better than half the people that made the Hall of Fame without just, it. Just saying. He's better. Eh. Steroids are fine. Cheater. Half the Yankees did him. Not half. Some. Your best players. That's not true. Your ace. Your number two. Your third baseman. Who? A Rod. Oh yeah. Forgot <laughs> about him. Jambi was pretty important at the time. Nah. Nah. That's so four pretty good players. Still not half Kyle. Chuck Pagano. <laughs> Ooh. When he was your catcher. Chuck Pagano? Yeah. Chuck like, like the Bears coach? <laughs> not a coach. Well, he's a coordinator. It's not a coach. It is. It would say defensive coach. It's part of the coaching staff. He's a coach. No. No. What? He did steroids? Hmm? He did steroids. <laughs> when he was a Yankee. <laughs> he also wasn't he was a, a Yankee. Yankee. <laughs> he was a Yankee. He was an argument. Uh, I have three. One of them is to Tim Anderson for, like, not giving a fuck and, like, pimping his bat flip again after hitting a walk-off. Good. Um... Second one is to Damian Damian Sandow. <laughs> to Damian <laughs> Lillard for just being fucking clutch with his shot against PG and just everything. The guy's amazing. He also made a pretty cool thing. They're like, oh, how do you feel? Like, how do you feel about pressure and blah, blah, blah? He goes, man, we just get paid a lot of money to play a game. He goes, pressure is a single mom figuring out how she's going to pay rent. We don't know pressure. <laughs> that, uh, that was shared from our page today. Who shared it? I did. You don't know basketball. Still share pages. No. Souls. Hey, it's a quote. Souls. <laughs> kiss Machine. Nope. With Coach. Oh, God. But I want Coach throwing up during the kiss. <laughs> and then uh, my last one is to uh, Jet Jets' most recent draft pick, Quentin Williams. I took yes. yes. Yeah. Pretty funny video. Did anybody else see that? No. Anybody see that interview? Which one? The sneezing one. No? No, I didn't see it. Guy was doing an interview. He sneezed, said, oh. bless me, yeah. and then he said, thank you. <laughs> he, just went, he was just like, bless you, thank you. And then continued with the on with the, with the, it was pretty funny. Yes. No, uh, Mass, question. Yeah. How did me saying the Quinn Williams video where he sneezes not give it away enough? The one where I, when, I, when I started, like, the one where he sneezes. No. So he, for he completely... sneezed. He goes, oh, you and that sneezing. <laughs> no, because I... I thought you meant the sneezing where chicken parm comes out of your ears. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Good call. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, toast them. 
Yeah. Oh, I also had another toast that was sports related, but it was because I saw this thing on Reddit where it was like someone said if you like get attacked by a goose, you're not supposed to like run away from the goose because they view it as a challenge and they chase you. That's why geese always chase people. And then the guy was like, I lived on a farm and we raised like wild birds and geese and ducks and stuff like that too. He's like, if a geese com- if a goose comes up to attack you, you're supposed to grab it by the neck, underneath its head, and throw it as far as you can to assert its dominance. <laughs> and then, and then the first person that commented was, "So you're telling me I need to eat the geese?" <laughs> I laughed until poop came out. Can I tell you, this is now the second time I've talked about having to fight a goose today. That's impressive. <laughs> me and my brother talked about this earlier in the day. Man, I want to get out there. <laughs> I said too. I'd grab it by the neck. And it's kind of like, do this. Kind of shake it real <laughs> quick. You throw it. <laughs> so how do you do you, it? Do you throw it like a potato sack so you grab it like this? Do you take it off and go like that? No, it's a fucking goose. Its neck is a lot stronger than your any part of your body is. It's not going to... You're going to break it by like... Jab, you, so am I pulling a Super it? Mario 64 and spinning it around? I would. You throw like Churn the butter. Churn the butter. Yeah, you throw like a grenade. Like a grenade? How <laughs> they can fly. <laughs> it's bearing, it's not if you bite its beak like it's the pin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what geese are you? Yeah. Anyways, let's get back that's a Mexican oh, oh, goose. Sorry. Souls, the person who is the biggest poop on this face. Try it. All right, uh, masses moment, momentous moment. Yep. Yep. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna get to shot trivia first. Sorry. All right, shot trivia first. Suck. Um, alright, so, actually, you know what, two momentous moments first. Alright. I lost the trivia question. April 30th, 1939, Lou Gehrig sets an MLB record playing his 2130th consecutive and final game for the New York Yankees. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. May 1st, 1951. Mickey Mantle hits his first career home run. And May 2nd, 1999, John Elway announces his retirement from the NFL. I'm okay with that one. Well, that's Pass's monumentous moments. Real quick before Paul jumps in with the question, uh, check us out. We're on Facebook Live. Tune in. YouTube Live as well. YouTube as well. My phone has just got back to charged 1%, so hopefully I'll get that shared in a moment. Uh, what do you guys think the world record is for most ping pong balls fit in someone's mouth? Ooh. Ooh. 41. 41? <laughs> I will uh, keep in mind, they are fully spherical. There's no deflation. Yeah. Okay. You think someone's fitting 41 ping pong balls in their mouth? We've seen weirder things. Come yeah. 41. Well, let's fucking guess, and then what's going <laughs> 14. 13. Ah, you son of a bitch. 12. <laughs> I was going to say 12. <laughs> I was going to say 13. <laughs> hey, Pete. 39. No Jesus way. Christ. Not six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely shot way too high. We had higher Pete, expectations. Pete for said people. he can fit seven. <laughs> Mouth, Prove not it. ass. Prove it right now. All right. Well, one shot trivia. Yeah, so Souls gets to do the, the yeah. pump. Souls, pump it. 
Pump it. There was a hair. Louder. Quieter, mass. Fuck. Turn up the stereo. What? He's singing Black Eyed Peas. That band is terrible. Yeah. Turkey, shout out to Turkey's Will. really hot from the shoulder down. What, Ken? <laughs> I think you were saying shout out to Black Eyed Peas. That <laughs> <laughs> was happening. No, shout out to the Black Keys. Is that a, is that a band? Black Keys? Yeah, I mean, I think so. it's like an emo band, right? It's like a Hey There Delilah band. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Somewhere. That is, in fact, a real band. Twisted Sisters band. Kendall? Yuck. Yuck to Twisted Sister. <laughs> hey, they're yeah. not going to take it. Boo. <laughs> That's a shot. That's a no, shot. No, come on. How come everything you do isn't a shot? But <laughs> that's, Kendall that's, likes that's, that song. That's definitely a shot. Take a shot. I'll do one with you. Oh, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a watch party. is going to exit <laughs> the show by No, I have two. this one here. That's what I'm doing. Just, just go. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to set up I the watch I don't trust party. you as far okay. as I can throw I'm, you. I'm doing something for the show. Hold right. on your you shot. five minutes. Wait. You should do these things before the show. I can't. We have to wait for the video to be live. We should by, go live an hour before the show. By 8.22. You better <laughs> have done this. Just stream the car ride down. It's like the draft room videos they show where like nobody's there. Like There was one where Patricia was like fingering his belly button. Like, he was just like knuckle deep in his belly button through his shirt. Just like, mm, defensive backs. Someone get me a churro. Someone get me a churro. <laughs> I can uh, eat one of those right about now. All right. Then go get one. So uh, I dare yeah, you. So let's do some some topic discussions. I kind of like what we did last week, so we're gonna do it again. But this time we're not gonna do the one on one things. I know that there were some some uh, topics that other people wanted to jump in on. Of all people, Mock actually had one that he wanted to talk about, but I didn't let him because it wasn't it was one on one. But I do have one one on one discussion. Bless you. Between. Um, me and uh, Souls. Just a real quick one. Yeah. If you had to rank from, like, most godly to, like, just biggest piece of shit ever to exist, how would you rank Kevin Nash, Batman, Aquaman, Billy Ray Cyrus, Tim Tebow, and Spider-Man? Okay. Easy. Aquaman at the, the top. Like, for best? Yeah, best. Okay. Kevin, if you could go ahead and just start cutting mics off, that'd be cool. <laughs> two, two is Nash. Okay. Poor guy had knee surgery. Yeah, that was a brutal scar. That guy sucks. He's mad. He whooped your ass in a video game. Oh, oh, he never whooped my ass. He just always interfered. Yeah, same thing. Um, <laughs> I never lost to him. Uh, yeah. You lost because of him. He would just interfere. What was the third one of Mock Hates? Batman. You want to know the kicker in that whole thing? Is that I bought that game over a decade later and it was the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. Batman. Yeah. Hey, Uncle Bob. Then, right, so. then we got uh, then we got Spider Man. Okay. Showing some love to Spider Man. Yeah, He's I don't mind Spidey. All right. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus and Tim Tebow. Uh, Billy Ray then. Tebow. See, Kyle's forever gonna be bitter against Tebow. No, because he was not that good. He was good enough yeah. to beat the Steelers he in the playoffs. He was good enough to win one game, and then he sucked enough to get out of the league. <laughs> I just have a question. What's your kind of hate for, for Billy Ray Cyrus? Mock likes him. He thinks he's funny. Well, he also <laughs> made a terrible song. Is it the, is song, it is the that... new one? <laughs> no, it's Achy Breaky Heart. No, no. <laughs> that song American is American Treasure. <laughs> it's a good song. The best thing that ever happened to him. Hey, Shane, Christian. The best up? thing that he's contributed to this planet. <laughs> is his daughter Noah. Yeah. 
The, what? <laughs> Did you say his daughter Noah? That's his other daughter, daughter named Noah. Yeah. That just goes to prove how much of a dick he is. <laughs> I got a daughter. I think that's her name. <laughs> I want to play Aki Break Your Heart like the karaoke version, like really bad. <laughs> Go for it. Hear the difference in guitar. <laughs> you, you should play the Aquaman version. Ooh. Ugh. What if that exists? It is. So, Paul, what do you got for a talking topic? <laughs> I, I just don't feel like doing the show. Anybody else really feel like doing the show today? Not really. I was digging the Achy Breaky Heart discussion. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to it. Worst songs ever. Achy Breaky Heart. Uh, cut his mic. <laughs> Anything by the Eagles. Oh, I knew it was coming up. You know? <laughs> the Eagles aren't that good. Overrated. I think they're pretty good. They're overrated. Anyway, hate the football team. <laughs> nah, they're good. Let's rank every Avengers movie in order. Oh, you know, and we're just out of time. <laughs> Thank you. Paul, would you care to sign us off? Sure. Uh, make sure to tune in to PPRN Radio Network for <laughs> everything um, that's not us. And uh, Kyle, you thinking chicken cutlets? You're... <laughs> All right. Let's no, get right, this so ball going. What? What? Fuck you, man. All right, yo. All right, topic discussion. Um, I would like to know what you guys think of the first round of the NHL playoffs ending and having all the one seeds being kicked to the curb, all the wild card teams advancing. First time ever. Including powerhouses such as defending Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals, uh, President Trophy winner Tampa Bay Lightning, um, top dog in the West, Calgary Flames. What do you guys think? I think it's good for the sport, and Riddler, you could speak better on this than I can. But how long did you just like chime in really fast to segue me into talking about this? <laughs> well, I have a question. Question first off, so the playoffs off. as we know it, how long has that kind of been in in place? What do you mean? So I guess with since the format, the format, I guess oh. you know, mm. with, with with wild card and all that. No, I don't. Know. Not, so, not that long. Twenty years? No, no. We'll, we'll say it's ten. 10, 10, 10 and 20. 10 and 20. Right. So 15. I think, I think. I <laughs> so it, it, I it was the average of 10 and 20. Right. The, the, the mean, median mode. Shout out to your SAT prep. <laughs> Which one of those means average? Uh, mode? Nah, I no. I don't think so. Mode did is I, the one that shows up most did often. I, did I mention I didn't take the SATs? <laughs> <laughs> Liar. The mean is the average, the mode is I the did. one that shows up the most, and the median is the one in the middle. If you were to line them up numerically. All right. I knew the meaning. Let's get off I'm of taking this the because this is just dumb. Hey, right, hey. <laughs> we're tutoring here. <laughs> but for the first time for that to happen, I think it, it's great for viewership. And actually, I was reading this thing that actually... Good, good, good. That uh, viewership of the playoffs was up. I don't know what the percentage was. So I think it, it's great for the sport. It's exciting. Um, as you know, uh, most of us here on the show, with the exception of Paul, are very bad at watching hockey and uh, and sticking to stuff that we say we're going to do. Like we're really we're really good at saying stuff that we're going to do and then not doing it. Like we're, we're the best. Um, like grading the mock drafts, right? right. <laughs> but as far as you know, watching the, the playoffs, you know, it's been exciting watching the highlights <laughs> and wishing I watched uh, <laughs> uh, the games. But I think it's very good uh, seeing the wild cards all advance. It's fun. See, I think it's more, I don't think it's better for the sport. It is more exciting. Because, you know, when you have the one seeds, you know, you always want to see them get upset. It, but they're also the dominant teams. So you like, they're up Expect. The, yeah. No. So, like, when you see Calgary, I think, just had an overachieving year. I don't think they really were deserving of the one seed. 
I think they were going to get knocked out by whoever they played anyways in the first round. But I just feel like it's more exciting the fact that it's going to be a different team winning it this year. You know, no Penguin. Uh, Capitals. Well, yeah, no Capitals. Hoping, hoping that it's a new team. Like, I'd be all about seeing a Blue Jacket Avalanche Stanley Cup. <laughs> I know you won't, but... No, I don't want like, to. That's just ugly. I don't, <laughs> don't want to see that. It'd be different. You know? San Jose Hurricanes. Whatever. All good. Up, Stan? I want to see the sh- I want to see a hurricane of sharks. Didn't they make a movie about that? No, it was Tornadoes. No. Stan's talking Go Islanders. They're in a pretty rough spot right now. Yeah. Care to elaborate, Mark? Uh, the only thing I know <laughs> nope. about that. No, no, no. Hold on, because we were talking about this at work. Didn't something happen with now they're they're playing bat in Brooklyn again for like their home games? Something happened with their contract. Yeah, I don't I don't know the details to it, but it's, I saw it. I don't know the specifics, but it was something like if they made it to the second round of the playoffs, that their home games were going to be in Brooklyn, which I guess is a stadium completely not built for hockey. So now it's just kind of. I mean, I'm going to say throwing them off, but they were playing really well on in Long Island. It just seems like a it was a bad bad idea. I guess I'm, I'm confused why that would be the case. Like, why why would that happen? Brooklyn's a greedy bitch of a town. <laughs> Can I, what's what's the uh, PPRN Skype name? Shane's going to try and Skype in. <laughs> Oh, out, they're right playing now. half the games in Brooklyn. They're not back in Brooklyn. They play in Brooklyn. They're yes. back in Long Island. No, I, I, but the, the games for now are going to be in Brooklyn, no. right? They're, gonna, they're playing half and half for the next three years. But I, I mean for this playoff series. No, for the next three years. They're playing half and half for the next three years. Oh, okay. They might be playing these home games in Brooklyn because uh, they played all the other ones in Long Island last round. I don't know. But it's just half and half because they, they need to make renovations and they can't do it during an entire season. Yeah. Because they share if they, when they play in Brooklyn, they share a stadium with the Nets. Mm-hmm. But if they, when they go back to Long Island and play in the old Coliseum, they have it to themselves. I got you. I got you. I just hope they become the Brooklyn Islanders. <laughs> <laughs> they missed out on the Long Island Islanders. Oh man, I'd be such a fan if that was the case. Make them black Islanders and white. Everything. Mm-hmm. Make them black and white. With those like, like, like rec, uh, like um. Like Bob the, Marley cheat like yeah. uh, cheetah strike things, <laughs> the ones that he uh, the, yeah. I just I don't know. I I think it's not better for the sport. But I think it's more. I think it's exciting to the fans. All right, all right. So yeah, Stan Stan just weighed in. He said the if they keep advancing through the playoffs, all the other rounds would be played in Brooklyn this year. Let's go Colorado. It just, it just seems like it was just a poor timing thing where they were playing hot on Long Island and then. They had to switch home stadiums. Didn't a lot of these games come Well, they're not. not. <clears throat> yeah. The Islanders are not better than, than Columbus. No, I'm not I'm not saying that they are. Right, did anybody watch Topic 2? Did you have anything to chime in with, man? I was just going to say, didn't a lot of the eliminations come down to Game 7 for most of them? No, Columbus swept Tampa. Oh, never mind. And did Pittsburgh get swept? Yep. Yeah. Yeet. <laughs> Both Eastern Conference ones got swept. Um, Knights and no, Capitals went to Game Seven, though, didn't they? Yep, Knights and Capitals. The to Vegas the Knights Vegas. and the Washington Capitals. In the same. No, 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 no. Those two, those two series. I know they weren't playing against each other. Do you think you really meant those two series? 
I, I don't know, but if he didn't, he covered it well. But I think that he did. The reason I don't think you did, and I'm gonna because you said Knights Capital, so you picked one of the winning teams from their perspective game. Because I don't remember one of the losing teams from their Because I don't remember games. who they played. You're a bad fan, Chris. I know. You're a bad fan. You're a bad Vegas fan. <laughs> Mock's a bad Vegas fan. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um Hurricanes Capitals went game seven and then Hurricanes, that's who it was, thank you. Uh San Jose went seven. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to chime in. I don't need to. Okay. Anybody watch the Rockets-Warriors game last night? Yep. No, but I know exactly what happened. <laughs> Did anybody watch the highlights from it? Yes. Did you actually? No. Okay, so... We'll I got go. you. No, don't, we don't need to, we're not going to recap it. I just... I know exactly what you're going to talk about. Well, we're not going to talk about it, though, if it's only you and me. All right. Moving on. I, it says right here. I'm pretty sure it says somewhere in here, like, do homework. Um, How are we supposed to do homework if you don't tell us the topic? Topics will include NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, and MLB. But that's from last night. I wasn't doing homework last night. Apparently, this, you only have to do homework one night of the week for the show. All right, so what, what night did you do homework, Mass? Um, Thursday and Friday. Kyle, pull up the games that happened on Thursday and Friday. I expect this man to know everything. You would be wrong. Anyway, Souls, do you have anything you would like to chime in with? Souls? Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Which team is in more trouble with their injuries, the way the, way the injuries are progressing? The Yankees or the Phillies? Yankees. Because the Phillies are getting people back. Yankees are having guys that might be missing like 60 days. And it's to like their all-star. The I Phillies really feel got like, most of their guys back. I really feel like every time the Yankees get somebody back, it's two people back down. Well, no one's come back yet, and they're yeah. just losing two guys yeah, at a did. clip. That's true. Sanchez came back pretty good. Um, and then two but again, we down. lost two yesterday. I mean, the, the Yankees are just getting hurt. I mean, I guess it's all right that it's in the early of the season, and they're kind of keeping pace with the rest of the division. But... Eventually, it's going to catch up to him. I mean, well, at some since, point, it has to. The Yankees haven't really played anybody demanding it. I mean, they play the Giants. They're playing the Red Sox while they're down. The Red Sox just don't look good. I mean, we're almost a month in, and they don't look good. That's what I'm saying. Like, Yankees haven't really played anybody outstanding yet. But uh, You can't tell me the Red Sox aren't a good team, though. They're just not playing well. Didn't you just contradict yourself? But No, I'm saying no, they still have an all-star caliber roster. Awful. Their bullpen is awful, and their hitting has not been even close I, to sub-bar. I understand that. But, but you can't say they're a good team right now. So you're beating them I at didn't, their I said point. they're a good roster. They're still the, the defending champion. All they lost was bullpen. Their starting pitching are still good pitchers. They're not just not pitching well right now. Yeah, but like you're talking about... I'm, I'm saying like the Yankees haven't played anybody great yet. They played the Royals... The Orioles a few times. The Giants who White can't Sox. S- Giants can't fucking score a run to save their lives. The White Sox. But they're not they can score. They lost one of those games. Thought they did. It just I think once they play a good team, they're gonna get exposed. Without the injuries. with all the injuries. Probably. I mean the, the it's it's the Scranton Yankees right now. I mean, everybody's hurt. As long as if they can just somewhat keep pace and I mean even stay within five games till these guys start coming back, um, I think they'll be all right. But almost every game, it's someone else is going down. And it's just the Red Sox. And the Phillies got Segura back yesterday. 
Well, they got what up, Eunice? They got back the day before, but got hit in the head. Came What's back. up, Jason? They're getting Robertson back next week. They're getting healthier. It was just a little week or two of being hurt, and then they're coming back. Eunice throwing in a uh, hashtag Mets. Yeah, hashtag. They suck. So, so <laughs> we know where he's at. Who, Who's more disappointing right now, Chris Sale or DeGrom? A sale. I think Sale. And I only said because I think DeGrom, there's actually something wrong with them. I, I mean, I think Sale's hurt in some fashion. See, I think Chris Sale is having the – he didn't have that long of an offseason that he's used to. Fuck off. No, I'm being serious. That fucks with players. He So, he usually gets to sep- – God, he's been on the Red Sox for what, two – Two years. Two years. Okay. So he didn't play all the way to October, so he's not used to that from October to February. That's four months. But uh, but, but the you year don't know before the play. year before they lost in the ALCS. Yeah, and then but the, his entire career before that he didn't make the post. No, I know. But what I'm saying is 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 yeah, that year before he he played two weeks shorter than last year, and he went out and won a Cy Young last year. Yeah, but that's less time to prepare. By then he'd be throwing in probably January, where this year he probably wasn't throwing till at least March. I don't think he wasn't throwing till March. Pitchers and catchers report in February. Yeah, but they don't make them throw right away. If, if he was waiting Plus, till March really to, to throw, but do you need to see? But, but do you need to see what Sale has? No, it's not. So then it's he could have waited till March. It's not about seeing what he has. I mean, they, these guys still start getting loose. I mean, I don't think a difference of two weeks in an off season is going to make him come out and start this bad. I think there's something wrong, and he's. I don't. I don't think he has a serious injury, but I think there's something in there that's that's. He's choking from getting all the money. That could be factoring in too. He got paid. But I think like Degrom actually has a serious injury. Like he said, like his arm, something happened to it, and then by Friday it was immaculately better, which I just I don't know if that's a case. I think his arm's either like on a string of Tommy John or just dead? Yeah, I don't know. It's There's a part of me that's always like, oh, you know, you got the money. This is where it all goes south because it's just how it, these things work. But I don't know. I think there, there's merit to thinking that he he is more injured than he's letting on. Uh, but I don't know what to say. I guess I tend to agree with the, uh, the, the sales start being uh, more dis- disappointing than DeGrom. I guess, uh, especially, I, I think I'm summing it up more as the kind of like the team rather than just individual players. I'm kind of in that mindset. Um, is the, you know, you're, you're coming off a, a huge year, you know, the Mets, you know, the, the, the Mets, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're always hoping that, you know, they'll have the breakthrough like they did in 2015, but get to be seen again. So I, I give it to sale being more uh, disappointing to start. Which team has surprised you the most so far in the NBA playoffs? Boston. Yep. And it's not because they didn't have the talent. It's because they haven't lost a game. With that. And I just think... And they fucking shit on the Bucks. They were like, all right, let's stop fucking with everybody and play the way that we're supposed to play all year. Now they're like making a case for up, Kyrie Judge? to come back. For who to come back? Kyrie. Oh. Yeah. It's like, all right. You, we're gonna be a five C, but we're gonna go to the championship every year. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I just saw, someone just sent me a recipe for uh, BLT at deviled eggs. <laughs> yikes! No, go ahead. He goes yikes. 
Well, I, I'm annoyed because I wanted the Celtics to be, to be out. But, uh, yeah. Because I don't like Boston sports. I just don't. But Celtics fans aren't like the other fans. I guess not. They're Boston yeah. fans. Uh, just kind of lump them all together. I, you know, I didn't New realize... New York fans are like just as bad as Boston I know, fans. but I'm one of them, so it's okay. <laughs> all, all big sports towns have horrible fans. They all do. It's just we talk about the other big sports towns that have horrible fans. <laughs> it, it's the way it works. But um, I didn't realize we were talking about it, um, me and a couple guys at work today, that Boston has like the chance to do like a clean sweep of championships in one, in one year. That'd be the worst. <laughs> That'd just be the worst thing ever. Well, what a fall for Milwaukee. You know, <laughs> that'd be cool. Not a fall for Milwaukee. It'd be awesome. I think it would be a big fall for Milwaukee. All, all the hype all year. Okay. Let me see where people get ridiculous. Milwaukee played great in the regular season, but they're not a one seed. My, I'm sorry. Their talent level, they have Giannis, but I do not believe the talent level is a one seed. Boston had more talent on that team than Milwaukee. They played. Well, they had. They played in a division or in a conference where they had. It was a injury riddled Philadelphia 76ers team who constantly had to battle chemistry issues due to those injuries and roster movements, and a Sixers team that played its the streakiest basketball I've ever seen in a regular season <laughs> for a team that was poised to win that had the chance to win everything this year. I agree with Kyle. The Bucks up, are Kyle? not a one seed. I understand the point you guys are making, and I think it's 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 fair. But we're looking at the situation that it is now, and they are the one seed. And though that they played in a weak division that you know was injury riddled, yeah, I get where no, you're coming from. It's just so, hey, Tony. I guess what my, the point I'm making is that if there was any name that was kind of on par with you know a Steph Curry, LeBron James that carried weight this year big time was with Giannis. Yeah, but that's it. Well. You know, sometimes that's all it, it takes. You know, no. do, do you, I guess so. Do you guys think in coming years that you know Giannis will will be the guy? Yeah. Like the best player in the NBA. Well, uh, sure. Well, for yeah. just a, I think in the next two years he'll be the best player. In the next NBA. year. Okay. So I think he was the best player in the NBA this year. He's well, not the best so player the in the NBA is, right so, now. So why is that not enough? Because, why is that not enough for to be a disappointing? Enough? When has it been enough? It's been enough to get him to the point. Was it disappointing when LeBron lost the Warriors last year? I think it was to who. It was a disappointment that the that the that Cavs team lost to the Warriors. It was also more impressive. That it was disappointing out. that the Warriors won for a lot of fans, but it wasn't a dis- a sports disappointment. Outside, if you take Giannis away from that team, if you take Giannis from that team, that Bucks team in the East would probably be a four seed at best. And they probably wouldn't make it past the second round of the playoffs. So you you think without Giannis, they they are still in fact that good? Yeah, they're a good play. They're they're a playoff team. They have pieces. Yeah. They have as as high as four. This, they're still but it, hurt. But high as four. What is what does high as four mean? I I feel high as four means that they're better than Indiana. But they still don't have Brogdon. They still don't have Miritich. So for for I'm bad. So in order for them to beat the Celtics, they need those two guys back. One, Brogdon's one of the best defenders in the league. Miritich can shoot. They don't have that. So off the bat, bench, you have Pat Connington. You have Rashad Vaughn. You have guys that you don't really, that aren't great off the bench. So you're relying on the starter five. 
where the Celtics are the deepest team in the NBA by far. With Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward coming off the bench, Marcus well, Morris. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not disputing the, the depth of, of the Celtics and how good they actually are and, and, and how they're kind of exceeding expectations, I guess, for, for myself. The Bucks um, and the Nuggets are the only two teams left in the – no, sorry. The Bucks, the Nuggets, and the Trailblazers. Are the only two team are the only teams left in the NBA playoffs right now that if you take away Giannis, Jokic, or Lillard respectively, they're done. <coughs> in my opinion, they're done. The Bucks might win two games in a series best of seven, but they're not winning the series. If you take away Kyrie, that's what happened last year, and they were still pretty fucking good. If you take away Embiid, yeah, the Sixers tend to struggle without Embiid, but they still have a lot of talent. Including four All Stars. Sometimes they play better without Embiid, and sometimes they suck without him. Yeah, yeah. You take away whoever you want from the Warriors. Big whoop doesn't really make a difference. I think you can take Harden away from the, the Rockets, and they're still a very good team. They are. They're that, still a very that's good a team. That's a tough team. If you take away Harden, they're not going to win anything. They those they can win a series. We have not, uh, not the Warriors, but they can win a series without Harden. We have Fod on Facebook is commenting in that the Trailblazers have been a surprise. This postseason, I don't think so. I think they're perfect where they are. OKC, OKC was was a hype train. He's also calling Celtics in seven against the Bucks. Celtics in five. <laughs> Kyle like this. Fod's telling took, you that Simmons is a better away. player without Embiid. That's true. I don't oh. disagree with that. All right. Well, there goes that. <laughs> well, no, because it showed Simmons is. When Embiid's not on the floor, Simmons can literally run the floor. He can do what he wants to do. When Embiid's there, he has to give it to Embiid. they got to go through Embiid. Well, if you know, Simmons was better at scoring, they would go through him. He can score. He just can't shoot. I, t- I don't know who it was. I think it was like ESPN on Facebook or something posted a video of Ben Simmons like warming up, just like throwing brick after brick. <laughs> Uh, I think it was uh, Clay Thompson, actually. Oh. No, uh, it was Ben Simmons. It was Simmons. But he can do it. I don't care what anybody says. He's what? been working on that three. We've seen it live in warm-ups. He can make the three. He just doesn't shoot. You talking about the thing that the Barstool spoofed on later? We're talking about the sure. video of Ben Simmons. But I know it was Ben Simmons. Him and him breaking a lot of threes. Yeah. Right, well, I saw a, it has to be Simmons. And I think I it was the same, video, just like you're describing. the same shot like eight times. What? I think they showed like the same shot eight times. No, because it kept bouncing off the rim at different spots. Kyle, <laughs> stop defending re- Ben Simmons' three point shot. It's bad. <laughs> it is. It's atrocious. Not atrocious. He he shot the ball four times. He's not gonna do it. What? He well, hasn't did, made. He did hasn't he made shoot it. four times because he knows he can't do it? <laughs> no, like I like. If he shot it more, it wouldn't be forty percent, but it'd be like twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me if you made if you took a hundred three pointers, you'd make twenty two of them? No, like twenty two percent. Yeah, twenty two of them. Whatever. Yeah, I think it would. I think if you took a hundred threes, I think you'd make eleven. I think you make more than that. All right, twelve. It's <laughs> as high as I'm going. We have different opinions. Uh oh. All right. Well, I'll set up the one on one game. <laughs> Get you his were... people on the horn. <laughs> Eunice on Facebook is weighing in that. Um, Leonard has been the best player of the playoffs so far. No. He hasn't even been the best player on his team. That goes to Pascal Siakam. 
Best player in the NBA playoffs as far as Kevin Durant. He's averaging 36 points a game. And Siakam is the reason why they beat the Magic, not Leonard. Unless I may have misunderstood. I think he's saying in that series then, because he, he followed up saying no one on the Sixers can guard him. Oh, he oh, played so one like, game. So I think he means that series. He played one game. We can't go off of that. And yes, two people can guard him. They just need to let him do it. <laughs> Boban and TJ. Simmons can guard him, and Butler can guard him. They need to let him do it. Uh, I don't think Butler can. Not for a whole game. I know Tobias can't. So. No, well, yeah. But I think Simmons can easily match up with him. <laughs> I think Pat Riley can. Guy's dead. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> All right, let's throw in Glory Road Pat Riley versus Kawhi <laughs> Leonard. Oh, that was so funny. Did you see that post game thing? Where they were like, they asked him a question and like, they were in a rush. They're like, oh, we got to sign off. He goes, oh, that's it. And they're like, do you want us to ask more? And he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> what don't you got for us, Riddler? I, I keep posting these things. People come up with their own topic questions and nobody ever has any. I got one. Is oh, I'm okay. sorry. If, go ahead. I'll just do this one and you can do yours. Is, are the Giants receiving too much heat for their number six pick? You yeah. said no draft talk. Yeah. Okay. Change Nobody else chimed in. <laughs> I think so. And I say that because if they honestly believe that... You haven't even spoken! <laughs> and I believe if somebody actually... If they thought that someone was going to trade up and get him, and they were like, all right, we just want to get take him now because we want him. That's the thing. We don't see it. We don't know what happens in war rooms. We don't know. Somebody it's between true. Somebody between 7 and 15, or 7 and 16, probably was going to take Daniel Jones. Yeah. And instead of trading up... Just use the pick you have. Waste no capital. I mean, it, it's tough because now we're looking at it in hindsight. I think they're receiving so much flack because of Josh Allen being on the board. I think if Josh Allen wasn't on the if, – if the Raiders had taken Josh Allen. See, I think I think they still would have got – because Ed Oliver it, was still there. I don't think it would have been as much heat. I don't think it would have been nearly as much. I, I just think that um, – I mean, great. Of course, the team could have traded up. And, again, we're looking at it in hindsight where we saw – Miami not take a quarterback. The Broncos traded down. Again, in hindsight, I think he would have been there. Um, I mean, it, it's unfortunate. I wanted the Josh Allen pick, but it is what it is. I mean, if this guy, if this kid comes out and sets the NFL on fire, then I don't, it doesn't I matter. Don't, I don't think he would have been there. I think, I, I, think, I think it's who the Dolphins and I think it's who the Broncos also wanted. I think the, the Broncos got their guy in the second round. I think they wanted. I went. They went in saying Drew Locke, and after they saw the other teams pass on him, they they didn't need to take him at that point. That's that's my opinion. I mean, I I, I think that the they Giants, got lucky to get him in the second round. Yes, and I'm just they saying, got lucky. If they if if that was the Broncos' guy, they would have taken him at twenty. They would have taken him at twenty. But that's Would, why I, I think they figured who, he was going to Who fall. picked first? The Dolphins? Who was supposed to pick first? The Dolphins or the Broncos? Broncos were right. supposed to. So the Broncos were then were banking on the Bengals and the Dolphins not picking him. And the Redskins. And the Redskins. So not picking. Taking that gamble. Like, okay, these three teams that we know are in the hunt for a quarterback aren't going to take our guy. I, don't, I, think that, I think that they fell to him at 20, and they were still like, we'll just wait. And then they couldn't ignore it when it got to the second round. Yeah. I think the Broncos, I think the Dolphins, I think there was interest in the guy the Giants got. 
There could, like I said, I mean, we're looking at it in hindsight. I, I personally think he would have been there at 17. I mean, now we'll, we, we'll never know, but I, I think he would have been. But it is what it is. Again, if he comes out and, say, starts not this season, the next season, and he's great, it doesn't matter. What do you do if Eli Manning goes out and has a career year and doesn't want to retire? You sit him for one more year. Then you sit, yeah. His contract expires. It's what yes. it's what Green Bay did in a word. Do you do with them? Okay, but okay, I understand. So Eli goes out and has a career year. He comes back. I want a three year deal. I'm not ready to retire. Do you give him a three year deal? Three year deal last year is an option. I, it's a quarterback. Quarterbacks don't have the option. No, I give him a I give him a two year extension. Yeah, I think That's if he went out and played, had a career, I think he would get the same extension oh, Ben just got. And just goes or you just send him to L.A. Imagine if he goes to the Cowboys and lights it up. Oof. The Giants don't do it. He goes to the Cowboys. Dez comes back. He throws <laughs> 2,800 yards to Dez. It's just like it's always my dream to play back. with Eli. I think at this point, if Eli was to play for another team, I think it would have been Jacksonville, and that, that ship's kind of sailed. That's so, true. Well, he can trade? play the other eight games. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I, I mean, it, again, like you said, if he goes out and has a great season, you know, a career season, I could see them extending him, but I don't know. I, I don't see it happening, I guess. Why? Because I don't think that the Giants' defense is good enough to keep them in games, and I don't think Eli is able to take over games. Your defense wasn't good last year, and Eli was a top – Top seven quarterback last year. Eli put up statistically one of his best years ever in yards. Ever, but he threw less interceptions than he's almost ever it, thrown but in it was season. In yards, it, it's but that's right. And they but they he was still top only ten won. in everything. He was top ten in every stat. He wasn't top ten in every stat. He was pretty close to a lot of things. He was the only thing he was missing on was touchdowns. His completions percentage was in the top five. No, he, it wasn't. It wasn't in the top five. The top ten. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't. All right, I'll bet you a shot. But, but it's just, I, I don't think Eli is able to go out and take over games when the Giants need him to anymore. It's just, I, I love Eli. It, it's not entirely on him. I agree. But he's not the quarterback that he was. I mean, even when he has time to make the throw, like he, he's not the same. And I love the guy. I'll love him forever. But it, it's getting to where... It's time to start looking past him. And now they've invested a high draft pick in another quarterback. So at some point, you have to make the decision. You know, the Giants took three quarterbacks in three years. In the past three years. Davis Webb must have looked terrible in practice. He must have been terrible. That was shot. Where He was like, was he near 20? Yeah, but I don't know how. It doesn't matter. He still statistically had one of his better years, not just in yards. In yards, he was top Eli ten. Manning was. I'm going to go ahead and see. I will make. I will make a list by the end of the show of the 20 reasons the Giants' season went the way it did. Eli Manning won't be on that I, list. I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not saying it Eli's, wasn't his fault at all. It I, wasn't I Eli agree. Manning's fault at all. Giants fans as a whole have been the most unloyal son of a bitches to Eli Manning this past season. As a whole, I'm not saying you or you individually. I, no, I, I agree As with you. As a whole, I agree with the you. Giants fans have been the most unloyal sons of bitches to their quarterback that went out and won them two Super Bowls when they had no business even being in the playoffs. 
And it was just like, oh, well, mm, we're not winning now, so, like, fuck him. Like, it's just it's scummy. I think it's absolutely garbage. This guy has been nothing but a class act his entire career. Has never had locker room issues. Never had off-the-field issues. Never had on-the-field issues. Never challenged a coach. Never bitched about money. Literally a picture-perfect, by-the-book quarterback that you want for your franchise. And because he maybe put together one or two not-so-great years, as a whole, the fan base threw him to the curb and stomped his fucking face. I agree 100%. And, not, and, they, and as a whole, couldn't appreciate what he did last season. With no defense and really, honestly, no offensive talent around him. Besides Barkley and Beckham. Ingram didn't play, and I think Shepard's... Shepard underperformed immensely. I just, well, I just think Shepard took a step back. Shepard's not a number two. Shepard's a slot guy. Shepard's yeah. a slot guy. He's not a number two. And I, I just... I disagree with the way the Giants fan base handles Eli Man- handled the Eli Manning. I, I agree I think it's, completely I think it's with bullshit, you. and I think they're going to do the same thing to this kid if he doesn't come out and lead them to the NFC East in his first season. His first season, they are going to shit all over him if he doesn't lead them to the NFC East. Well, he already has that predisposition that everybody's already mad that they took him with that pick, so he's already coming into... It wouldn't have mattered if they got Dwayne Haskins. No, but everybody everybody it, hates that pick. No matter which quarterback they choose at that point. Here, here's I don't think, I, again, I can only speak for myself. I don't hate that they picked Daniel Jones. Because I, I figured that was the guy that if they drafted a quarterback, that's who they were going to get. I didn't exactly agree taking him at six, but whatever. It, it, is, it is an added pressure now that the fans are going to put on him. What if I mean whenever he ends up playing, it, it could be this season that he ends up playing. If the at the end of this year, if the you know if the season's lost, whatever, but there is already added pressure on this kid to come out guns blazing, which I don't think is fair. But I mean, that that happens in the NFL all the time. You know, I I hope that the Giants can be at least somewhat competitive this year, and and this guy can take over whenever the time comes and play well. I'm not expecting him to come out and be, you know, what Aaron Rodgers was when he first started. Because, you know, those quarterbacks don't just come around. It's And to expect him to be that, is to me, is unrealistic. You know, it's the same as, we, we I think we talked about it last week, where you draft a quarterback in the, and expect him to be Andrew Luck right out of the gate. Seven out of ten times, they're not going to be. And I, we see it almost every season. I, the the expectations on draft picks sometimes comes in way too high depending on where they were picked. Yeah. Well, another thing too, and you know, Riddler spoke, you know, very very truly about you know the Giants, you know, fan base and our kind of similar uh, feelings. But I think it's kind of like that that city as a whole is very kind of fickle about their sports teams. You know, it's 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 win or you're not you're not. That's it. It's there's no there's no. And, that, way and that's around. a lot of big city sport. I mean, especially I, for the cities that are accustomed to winning. If it doesn't happen, the, it you're on a short leash. Unless you're the Jets, they understand. But even <laughs> but even on the Jets, I mean, you tell the fireman Ed. You see it <laughs> in a lot of across a lot of sports where players come to these big cities, and they don't perform how they did in smaller <laughs> cities, and, and they get eaten alive. I I haven't really seen it at any any sort of level. 
even the, clo- even the close Eli to thing New York. is to me it, it's all, it is saying, even close to New York though. I haven't seen it on any other stage like that. Chicago's not like that. Chicago. I mean, Quinville got fired, but that was after the Blackhawks had two went from winning a whole bunch of games with the same core roster to not even making the playoffs for two consecutive years and then starting off terribly. So they decided to go in a different direction while they still had the core. It's not like that. It's not like he had one bad season and they cut him to the Wolves. I mean, or the Panthers, I guess I should say. Um, <laughs> nice. But I mean, I mean, I don't see it in like LA sports. I mean, no one's really shitting on LeBron. Yeah, I, I think I, I understand what you're, you're saying, Mark, but I think New York is definitely kind of the that's where the majority of that type of thing is happening. Uh, Los Angeles, it, uh, I, I think it's just a more forgiving city <laughs> all around. The, they'll they'll well, stick not, with. I don't know. They not hated as big the, as New York is. Huh? L.A. hated the like, Rams when they came home. Okay, I think Bowl. like the sport fans aren't as big into it as New York fans are in L.A. Especially like the Angels. No, I think I think I think as a whole, especially in their cities, I think New York fans are tied with Philadelphia fans as the worst fans. And I, I agree with that because Philly fan, Philadelphia fans are absolute assholes at games. You go to a game and they are a fan of the other team. They shit all over you. I've been, up, I've been to a game where it was Eagles Cowboys and a grown man threw a hot dog at the back of a fourteen year old girl's head. That was wearing a Tony Romo jersey. What kind of hot dog? <laughs> what are we talking? <laughs> a pork one, Kyle. A pork one. Well, if it was a turkey dog, I understand. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's Phillies fans. New York fans are the same way. It's just instead of taking it out on the fans, they just take it out on their on their team. There's no loyalty. At the last like shred of loyalty as a whole base of New York fans was when Jeter retired. After that, it was all gone. I mean, the fans immediately took to the internet. And shit on Odell sucked. He was he was a cancer. Well, I know one guy in particular. But I've seen but I've seen <laughs> other posts about <laughs> it. But I've seen other posts about it. Like he he was a cancer. We were we were making it we were making the playoffs before we got him. Okay. Pretty sure um, if we went back sixteen games, you would have given your half your year salary to suck his dick. Also, they didn't make the playoffs the year before they had him. So he was picked at twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, it it irks me how quick a team is. Like, could you imagine if Chris Sale was pitching for the Yankees? No. Yeah, they they they'd be chewing him a new one. Really? Every Carl, sports, uh, Carl Pavano. If, if Chris Sale was pitching for the Yankees this season, like, had or instead of went from the White Sox to the Yankees and had the same exact thing you had with the Red Sox, he'd be the most hated sports athlete by a fan base right now. Over all sports. You guys are dicks. <laughs> but it's true. God, these guys are just as bad. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we understand. I mean, some of it's... We understand. <laughs> all right, we got it. Real quick, Kyle, you had one you wanted to talk about. Let's make it uh, I just wanted to say, um, is it time for the San Fran Giants to finally let go of that World Series players? Buster Posey, Madison Bumgarner, Brandon Bell. Yes. Yes. It's time to blow it up. They, they need blow to, it up. They need to, well, I mean, they need to rebuild. Not blow it up. They need to. They need while while these guys still have prospect worthy talent. They need to trade them for people. And Tony they, Cowboy suck. I'm sorry. I, they, I think <laughs> they still have enough firepower within the World Series players to get enough prospects to make themselves like somewhat of a contending team and and still build up their prospects. 
Bumgarner's got to go. He needs to change the scenery in the worst way. He's mm-hmm. been struggling there and left. He'd look really year. good in black and white pinstripes. <laughs> and Posey, I think. He would also look good in black and white pinstripes. <laughs> I just think it's time. Anybody for... but the guys we have would be fantastic. <laughs> Wellington's not bad. But mm-hmm. I just think it's time for those two guys in particular to. There's a petition ever uh, in Chicago to have him legally change his name to Beef Wellington Castillo. <laughs> it's a real thing. You, well, you're not from there. You're a shitty New York fan. Can anybody that needs a catcher a or a first baseman and a number one starter? I want Goldschmidt. Give me Goldschmidt. You're the Giants. I'm the White Sox. Give me Goldschmidt. Yeah, well, I don't have him. Make it work. Chris, you're St. Louis. Yes. Be a part of this trade. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, all right, so we'll be back in the next hour. It's pretty much going to be littered with uh, NFL draft. Um, the Mass will probably resurrect for that hour and then go back into hibernation for hour three. Um, it'll, be the, the, it'll be the Mass the mass Mock Moles era. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of an M- Mojito. Mass ah. Mojito. The Mass Mock moles. Mojito. You said Mass Moles. But yeah, whatever. Right. We'll be back in, like, fucking five minutes.
What does building a better bank look like? It starts with building Capital One cafes, warm, inviting places that feel nothing like a typical bank, where you can open an account with no fees or minimums in five minutes, and you'll always find people ready to help you, not sell you. Welcome to Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? For consumers only, offered by Capital One and a member FDIC, cafes available in select locations. Copyright 2018 Capital One.
And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to getting sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. Red Baron's an asshole, and everyone else is here. Thank you. Thank yes. You. Hello, Tyler and Renee. Tyler Breeze. Mama OB. Tyler Breeze. Tyler, my brother. And Renee Zellweger. No. No. <laughs> but, but thank you right. nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> is it Renee or Reen? Well, Trinae, it's, it's, it's Shane's Patrick? mom. I'm Pat- Obi. Oh, oh not, so not Pat Reen. Not Reen. Not Pat. Not Pat Trinae? No, Kyle. That's Reen. Pat Trinae is not Shane's mom. So, yeah. Carl well, Devino joined in. Don't know if he's still there. How do you know, so Carl? I guess I don't. But I also think Shane's older than <laughs> Reen. So I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. Carl, what's up? If you're still there, he tuned in like as soon as he went to break. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're back. Uh, getting sports with drunk NFL. Draft edition. Hello. Hello. So the I'm NFL Kyle. draft happened all seven rounds. Kyle uh, Kyle and I and Mark Sheen Washable missed the second and third rounds to watch three hours of Avengers Endgame. Yarp. Yeah. I'll tell you, I didn't see the end coming when Wolverine like died. <laughs> Remember when Wolverine was in there? And he fought yeah, it was Batman good. Come in Magneto. And they fought Batman. It's Magnetus. First of all, it's only one. <laughs> Guys, it's Magnet. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so we watched the first round as almost a collective unit. The mass didn't want to hang out with us. Um, yeah, you jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah. And then I watched the second and third round actually from the uh, Bill's War Room. And then the uh, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round I watched from the highlights on ESPN. Yeah? All right. But we're here because we are sports analysis. Yeah. We're sports guys. We're the I sports guys. Yeah. That's what we are. We're sports guys. But we're here to we're here to break down the teams. We're here to give them grades. I don't know if we can quite be called analysts. No. We're just sports <laughs> Kyle's perked up. We're just sports guys. We're not analysts. We're sports guys. Now, uh, I thought the team grades would be super cool because it's like original content. Uh, nobody else is really doing that. <laughs> um, 
I also figured we could do some... Super z- original. <laughs> I figured we could do some reaches and tumbles, also original. And then at the end of it, we could do the way too early division winner predictions. What do you guys think? Yarp. I think it sucks I'm going home. Tell you what, I don't know where you came up with these ideas, but I'm on board. Right. Mass, if you're going home, you wait till after. You, you wait till after this back. when we show a video package of the top ten things that happened yesterday in sports. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's doing that. It's crazy. I was Have a little tune about, behind it. I was actually thinking <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, something like that'd be good. We should like base ourselves in a weird fucking kind of ghetto town in Connecticut that like. Of course, an amusement park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That people often mistake for quasi. Yeah. Um, What's up, Josh? Hey. Josh Groban? No, no, Josh Williston. <laughs> Josh Groban's CD. <laughs> All right, so uh, Arizona Cardinals. That's me. Well, how'd they do? I give them... Oh, sorry, you were going to say something? You seemed like really amped up to say something, <laughs> and then I kind of started talking, and it deflated it. So I, I, well, it's I fall back. Well, it further deflated now. I'm sorry. I'm just you have Belichick my balls. We have a clip in week one. Go ahead. Yeah, I have the A okay? Yeah. I give... <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> You're the funny guy. I give the Cardinals a B minus. You they, can't give them an A, B minus. An A, B positive. Blood type. <laughs> no, you can't give them two letters. No, no. Uh, ah, I see what he's doing there. I give him an B minus. <laughs> uh, they went out. There was some discrepancy like, oh, they're not going to get Kyler Murray. They are getting Kyler Murray. At the end of the day, they got Kyler Murray, the guy that we thought they were going to get. Uh, at least I did. Uh, he looks like a midget. <laughs> he you does. That, you see that edited picture someone made of him? Oh, the, the one with him standing on the stool on the next chair. to Goodell? Did you see the picture of him sporting the Bo Jackson? Like, Remember when Bo Jackson the picture with the pads and the bat? There's a picture of him doing it, and he looks like a lollipop kid. <laughs> his head's way too big for his body. He's got a huge forehead. He looks like a Keebler elf. Anyway, moving on. They got the guy they wanted. Uh... So did you give him the B minus grade simply just for that pick? No, I gave him oh, the, oh, oh. I him the B minus grade because they definitely needed offensive linemen, and that was not addressed at all in this draft. Uh, they drafted uh, Lamont Galliard, if that's how you say it, uh, late um, as, as a center, but I think more attention could have been paid. Um, it, it's a defense that you know is kind of I guess lacking in identity, but not without talent. And uh, they, they added uh, some additions there in with uh, defensive lineman Zach Allen in the third round. But I think this was an opportunity to kind of really bolster uh, this offense and kind of – I think the plan is Kyler Murray for a long time, and I think they drafted him and didn't do much else. So B-minus, Arizona Cardinals. Anybody have any grades they'd like to give the Cardinals? I give them an A-minus. Okay. They got the quarterback that they wanted. They got an extra pick for Rosen, which they got Andy Isabella. They added a receiver, which they desperately need. They got another receiver in the fourth. And they got Byron Murphy in the second. I think it's a solid first four rounds. Address needs in all in every aspect. Yeah, I mean, I think the Cardinals had a pretty good draft. Um, we'll see. We'll see what Kyler can do. I mean... I wasn't totally sold on him personally, but You're it, not a it's his time. That's true. I'm not a cardinal. So we're not going to break, by the way. <laughs> okay. We're not gonna have enough time. Uh, all right. Uh, so, uh, 49ers. That's also you, isn't it? No, they're not in the same division. Duh. Why is everyone looking at me? 
He's going in order. <laughs> New York 49ers. Oh, got the NFC West. Remember when they had the mine? I Remember the when NFC West. <laughs> <laughs> it's the New York 49ers, and they had the mine through all that rubble? No? And I gotta be honest, I thought we were going alphabetical order. <laughs> that's why I didn't perk right up. <laughs> But that's okay. I'm here to talk to you about the San Francisco 49ers. Who don't play in San Francisco, by the way. Fun fact for everyone that also knows that. Yeah, they play in New York. <laughs> they, had the they had to mine through all the rubble. New York 49ers. Um, I give them an A-. minus. Uh, oh, Rebecca's giving me the dirty look like she didn't make a too large p- fucking tower pizza joke. In front of a priest. <laughs> uh... Nick Bosa, arguably the best player in the draft, best player in the Very league. Very arguably. Um, it's the guy we, we anticipated them picking. Uh, we, 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 we have high expectations of him. I think it was a – that was the pick to make, and they, they went ahead and, and made the right decision. Um, 49ers are kind of in a tough spot, uh, kind of in a no man's land in, in that division. I think it, it's definitely Rams' division – uh, to lose at this point, you know the Seahawks kind of you know dance on the fringe of being good and not. Um, so the, the needs there, uh, you know, Garoppolo appears to be the, the quarterback they they want to have uh, for the future. Uh, I guess building a team around him uh, is the plan. Uh, they went up and picked up uh, Jalen Hurd in the, with the sixty seventh pick, which would be. I don't know what when the, the second round. I don't know. It's a third round. It's a third round pick. I'm not really good at math. Uh, the mean, mean, uh, median mode conversation from earlier in the night probably gave that away. Uh, but I think that's a, a, a good pickup for the 49ers looking to kind of add some oomph to that offense. So it's just rolling his eyes because he just, he just loves to talk draft and everyone else who has an opinion doesn't matter. Um, with the 110th pick, they drafted a punter, which I thought was exciting. You know, good. Don't, we don't do the whole draft. Good, good for the punter. But I give them, I give them an A minus, you know. Solely on the premise that Bosa was picked. Real quick, you can just give them great. I don't want explanations. Oh. oh, I give the 49ers a C minus. All right, you can give them two sentence explanation. Well. They didn't need to draft a punter in the fourth round, and Jalen yeah. Hurd. You don't have to a, draft a punter. Period. That does not need to. And Jalen Hurd is not a third round town. Yeah. Anybody else have anything to weigh in? You don't have to weigh in if you don't want to. Can I agree with Souls? C minus. Um, <clears throat> Who's their shut up? Who's their GM? John Lynch. John Lynch. John Lynch knows how to draft in the first two rounds. Tries to get cute after that. He doesn't know how to draft past the third round. You saying you should be lynched? Yes. It's kind of like how I am Madden. I start off strong and then I've just. Are we talking about fantasy drafts? Yeah. Where you can only go two rounds? (laughs) Yeah, they let the computer do the rest. Well, that's different. Well, it'll change now because it used to just be like, all right, got Brown and Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he has to legally say that they are not good. I don't know. They're good. They're just assholes. <laughs> Moving on. Well, I'm next. Why Hello, I am the New York Jets. Oh, you're just going? Yeah, why not? Oh, okay. <laughs> Bengals are on the clock. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right, so. Uh, just pull up my Bengals. PowerPoint. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals has. <laughs> well, the Bengals actually go next. Yep. That's what we did the 49ers second. Go ahead. Thank you. Cincinnati had 
average draft, I'd give him a C. I love their pick of Jonah Williams uh, at number eleven. I think he was one of the. I think he was the top five talent in this draft, bar none. Um, he's going to solidify that line for the next ten years, no question. I hated their pick of Drew Sample at number or their second round pick, number twenty. Um, reached over probably seven other tight ends that I would have had ahead of him. Oh, like Irv Smith. Yeah. Um, Jermaine Pratt was a fifth round pick that they picked up in the third. Uh, Ryan Finley they picked up in the fourth round. Will Greer was still available, and I really think he would have been a better viable option for them. Um, the only thing that I really liked that they did was pick up Trayvon Williams from Texas A&M and Rodney Anderson out of Oklahoma uh, to try and spell Joe Mixon. Anybody else look at anything? I think it was pretty fair. I mean, the Bengals, I think, had a decent draft. Colts. I didn't have that division. I. <laughs> <laughs> I like that dramatic pause. Yeah. Colts, as I uh, go on th- up through my document. Hey, Michaela. All right, Colts for me. Uh, I give me. I give me B minus. As we down with some chips on the. Can you guys make any more noise? <laughs> uh, I give him a B minus. Uh, I don't really ha- have any like, super reasoning. I think uh, offensively, you know, the, the Colts have put themselves in a, a good position. Uh, defensively, they had a lot of needs. Um, they picked up uh, Kyle's favorite uh, player was uh, Rock Yasin. Uh, Kyle's a big fan of uh, his. And no, I'm his sure, name. Oh, his name and, and the player. So uh, a good addition to corner. Uh, for the Colts, and uh, yeah, the defense is not that good, so uh, they needed those pieces. That's it. I'll have to say. B minus. Anybody care to weigh in? I agree. I mean, the Colts, I think, definitely had to go more defensive side in this draft, and they, and they picked up pieces that will help them now, which is good. We got Rocky Sin. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Rocky Sin. Dolphins. Ooh. Oh, hello. Ooh. Kyle. That is me also. <laughs> <laughs> you said it too quick, you liar. I know. I tipped my hand. Shit. I wrote a big page. I can't wait to disagree with Kyle just because of Go ahead. the sake of disagreeing. So, I gave the Patriots... I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Souls. Go ahead. I gave the Dolphins a solid B. Um, in the first round, they got Christian Wilkins, who could play anywhere in the D-line. He's very... Versatile. Part of the Power Rangers. Big reason why I like the guy. Big reason. It was a solid pick for them at 13. And then they got the, then they got a quarterback, and they traded for Josh Rosen. Gave up a second-round pick. I think that's fine. You know, he got a top-ten pick last year. See what we can get out of him. Good move on their part. And then... Uh, was he top-ten last year? What was he, 10? Yeah. I thought he was 13. I'm not saying you were wrong. I was no, just asking. No, I agree. I'm just I was just asking. I got a guy named that I really like here, linebacker Andrew Van Ginkle. Uh, they picked two Wisconsin players back to back. Wisconsin players are always tough nosed players, which is always good. And then later on, they picked an offensive lineman. They picked a fullback and they picked another running back. The running back is kind of what throws me off, but he might just be a special teamer if he makes the team. I, I think they had a solid draft. They got what they needed. Nothing flashy, but. Good all around. 
Um, B minus. The only reason I don't entirely hate the Wilkins pick is because they got Flores as their head coach. Because he was a Power Ranger? Yeah. Because uh, they have Flores as the head coach. Nice and I trust him to actually make good decisions on the D-line. Um, I personally don't think he was uh, worthy of the 13th overall pick. I think there were a couple other players that could have been picked there, like Brian Burns out of Florida. Um, the rest of the draft was very safe. They added a lot of pieces to their offense to try and build around for the future. Again, very safe draft. I agree. I agree. Safe draft. Good offensive line picks. Vikings. Moving on. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Bears. Duh, Bears. Moving on. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. The video is pretty funny. Chargers. <laughs> Bills. All right, what up, y'all? So, I gave the Buffalo Bills an A. Even Kyle was surprised by that reading. I give him an A. <laughs> so, they got Ed Oliver. Yeah. Fell to him. Replaced Kyle Williams. Big need there. Yup, yup, yup. Second round, they got Cody Ford, big-time offensive lineman. They need an offensive line help. They got a big help there. Then you got a, tight, uh, a running back and a tight end. I don't know why they picked a running back. They have five in the fucking roster now. Yeah, but they're all old as hell. It's not true. T.G. Eldon's not old. Sean McCoy's not old as hell. He's just on the so wrong side of 30. Well, like, Chris, I'll give you the fact that, you know, Frank Gore's pretty old. How many of those, how many of those old-ass guys have arthritis in their knees? That's true. All right. So we'll like, get there. They have four legitimate running backs. Whatever. They picked up a tight end in Dawson Knox. Solid pick. They need weapons. Dawson Knox was one of my favorite picks of this draft, by the way. And then in the, in the, in the, in the later round, they got some, in the fourth through sixth, they got more defense, and they took another tight end in the seventh. They took care of the biggest needs in the offensive line, playmaking ability, and, and uh, to, to replace Kyle Williams, essentially. So I think the Bills did an excellent job. Congratulations, Buffalo. Bills got one of the steals of the draft by having Ed Oliver fall all the way to number nine. Um, take one of the best offensive linemen in the draft, uh, second round in Cody Ford. Um, Devin Singletary was probably the number one running back besides, uh, what's the kid's name from Alabama? Uh, just two of them. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Probably the number one running back in the draft besides Josh Jacobs. Um to groom for the future and learn behind, learn behind some of the best running backs to ever play the game. Um, yeah, I mean, Bills, A, fantastic draft. Yep, good draft. Uh, probably should have drafted a tight end. They never pan out. Chris Gregg, you know, that's the best example I can think did, of. Listen, there's a difference between Chris Gregg and the other guys. Chris Gregg was a highly anticipated pick in the third round. It's not like he was terrible. He just got hurt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Give him a chance, any team, any team. They have. He keeps getting hurt. I know. Just keep giving him chances, though. <laughs> Eagles. All right. Um, Eagles. Bottom line, I'm giving their draft B-. minus. Uh, you absolutely ruined the Houston Texans' day by jumping up two picks and taking the player that they've been waiting all draft for and Andre Dillard, which was the funniest thing to me. I love that they did that and make them panic and pick a developmental tackle. Uh, Miles Sanders comes in out of Penn State. Fantastic pick. I really think he's going to work very well in that backfield. 
uh, pair well alongside Howard for a year. What's up, Eric? Um, I'm not a huge fan of the JJ or Sega Whiteside pick. Um, a lot of people have been saying that they're getting two Deshaun Watsons. I don't think that that's a problem. I think that's a pretty good problem to have. I just don't think that he has anywhere near that level of talent. Um, you get Sharif Miller in the fourth round. Uh, Brandon Graham's probably going to be gone in a couple years. Um, so good time to let this kid develop behind him. And then you take another running back in Clayton Thorson out of Northwest. I mean, I don't really know much about the kid, so I give it a C. You gave the Eagles a C? Uh, no, I gave them a B-. minus. I gave the Clayton Thorson pick a C. Rams! Is that a Rams? Oh, that's me. I give uh, the Rams a C plus. Uh, I say that only because um, you know it, it's a tough position they're in. You know, you're reigning NFC champs. Uh, there's there's stuff to fix, but those things to fix are I don't even know what to say because the team is pretty solid and it has decent depth. Um, it just they, they they picked players to to fill a roster. I guess it was nothing nothing super exciting. I feel it was just players to fill roster spots. Um, they need. They need a defense. I don't think. I mean, it's just it's an older it's an older defense by you know what what we view as you know an NFL today. So they they drafted, I guess youth because you're the rookies. Obviously, I'm kind of just sputtering here. But it's 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 a team coming off a, a fantastic season. I think they're going to duplicate that success. They just filled roster spots. C plus. Mass. Um, I wasn't exactly thrilled with their draft. I wouldn't give it a C, though. I'd probably give it a B-. Um, like Sol says, I, I, I do wish that they had addressed defense a little bit more. But to get a player like Taylor Rapp at 61, I would have been happy with him at 31. But, you know, you get a kid that's going to come in and learn behind Eric Weddle, learn behind John Johnson, who probably will turn out to be one of the better safeties in the league, calling it now. Um... I don't hate the Daryl Henderson pick because McVay did. I can't remember who they brought in from the Cowboys a couple years ago, um, but they were trying to do the same thing where you get a kid who's quick and can get out and run fast. Saints. Be, huh? What'd you say? We're crunching for time. B minus. Saints. Hey. Hey, how are you? <laughs> how are you, New Orleans? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing, having a good day there, Bobby. You're a liar. Thanks. How was your draft? Good. Uh, we I gave them a no no. no. What'd you give yourself? What the Saints? What'd you give yourself? A minus. Nice, And I. Are you will... sleeping with the teacher? Uh yeah. So we didn't have a first round pick, but we had some v- very good value in the second. And give me a second. Of course, fucking far this way. So we got we traded up in the second round to get Eric McCoy, and he was there waiting for us. So we decided to jump on it, and also Max Unger retired, so it was a need necessity at center. Then we picked back to back safeties. Um, Chauncey Gardner Johnson is I believe was a good value pick there. Supposed to be gone way before that. Going to end up being the steal of the draft, I think. He fell to us, and we decided to pick him. We took another safety because he fell to us in Saquon Hampton. So back-to-back safety just fell to us. You know, that can be starters or, yeah. And then we took tight end Alzi Mack, who's a third-round guy that fell to us again. I didn't feel like 
a lot of people fell to us, and we just grabbed the best available at all times. Jaguars. Uh, so Jaguars, I give ourselves um, an A. Um, kind of surprised they didn't go with an offensive pick like uh, like a Hawkinson, uh, which we kind of anticipated, or any uh, the other tight end from Iowa whose name escapes me. But uh, getting Josh Allen, you know, bolstering the defense, it's uh, also a good pick. Also, uh, Quincy Williams, uh, we picked in a 98, which is a speedy linebacker. The, the defense is going to return to form, I believe, next year, and I think it's a, a good a good addition, creates depth. And uh, grabbing a Juwan Taylor uh, with a 35th pick, uh, very, very promising uh, offensive tackle. Uh, we'll bolster, the, bolster the line there, and hopefully the running game will pick up again. So A for us in Jacksonville. I disagree. All right. I like – I give you – a B minus. And I say that only because I love your first two picks. Absolutely love it. But every pick after that, it's a head scratcher. You didn't need a linebacker. You didn't need to pick that tight end that early. You should have got a receiver. You should have got more offensive line help. My opinion. All right. I, I thank you for your input. Carolina. So... Hi, how are you, Paul? Good, how are you? Good. Carolina. So, I give me a B plus. In the first round and the second round, you know, we got Brian Burns and Greg Little. Two needs that we definitely needed. We needed to get, um, we needed a replacement for Peppers. We needed to upgrade all offensive line positions. Um, and then we picked quarterback Will Greer, local guy. We need a backup quarterback just in case Cam's hurt. We can build him up if Cam can't play long term. It's a good value pick there. And we took another running back to compliment McCaffrey. And we didn't take a receiver until the seventh round. But I wish that someone fell to us earlier. Washington Redskins. All right. The Washington Redskins had probably one of my favorite drafts. Excuse me, I'm fat. I'm a little out of breath from running up the stairs. You're right How'd that go? Too. Yeah, that too. Did you get? Did you get dip? No. Dick. <laughs> Penis. Cross your mouth. Uh, Dwayne Haskins fell to them at 15, which they couldn't have asked for anything better. They trade back up to get Montez Sweat in the first round, because rumors are now starting to circulate that he fell because of character problems, motivation issues, stuff like that. If that's true, they got a good D-line around him. That'll probably help him, I don't know, get past those character concerns and start to develop into a really good player. I thought he was very raw, so I'm not surprised he fell that far. Uh, he's an athletic freak, but didn't really have the technique to make it further in the draft. Um, love that they took Bryce Love in the fourth round. Um the only thing that I really hated was they took Wes Martin out of Indiana and then immediately took another center the next round. So I feel like that was a very big buyer's remorse kind of pick. Give them an A. Yep. All right. Curveball. Browns. All right. Browns. Their first-round pick, they took Odell Beckham Jr. You take that trade 100 times out of 100. There is no question about that. Second round, Greedy Williams fell to them. 
fan-fucking-tastic. You now have Grady Williams and Denzel, Denzel Ward as your lockdown corners. You are in very good shape. Uh, Mox, uh, Toast of Excellence, Sion Takitaki, linebacker out of BYU. Eh, not a huge fan of that pick. Um, Sheldrick Redwine out of Miami Safety. Give him a little bit of depth back there. Allowed them to pay, play in sub-packages. Mac Wilson, a linebacker out of Alabama. Ugh. Got good value for him falling this far. I wasn't as high as... Did you break it? I pulled, tried to pull it out of my back. And, <sighs> and this fell on my head. I'm sorry. Was wasn't as high on Mac Wilson as a lot of other people were. I A lot of people had him graded as a third-round player. Souls, you could probably speak on that. Now I got my strong hand. I... <laughs> I didn't think he was worth it that high. I think they got good value grabbing him in the uh, in the fifth round. They took an, a kicker out of Oklahoma, which is always funny. Um, well, anything's better than Greg Joseph. That's true. Mm, a. Parky? He's better than Joseph. Double doink. He just had that a couple mass, of I hope Gurley dies. Um, That's all right. I'd love to get some thoughts on what the, uh, you know, the Tennessee Titans did. D, moving on. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. I really enjoyed uh, the thing that uh, McAfee started off the, the draft with. Which was fucking hysterical. Well, a lot of credit to him. Well, that was for the Colts, you there, guy. But he was dissing the Titans. Uh, so, yeah, up yeah. yours, Souls. Hey, watch your mouth. Oh, I'm, I'm team Souls on this one. There's children watching. Are there? You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Mass, I thought you were raising your hand. Um Titans, I give him, uh, I give him a B plus. Uh, drafted uh, Jeffrey Simmons with the nineteenth pick. Uh, missed the whole preseason with ACL, uh, but they have ACL injury. I guess high expectations for when he comes out. Just comes back. Uh, Souls told me that he's a player worth waiting for, which uh, I found is an interesting uh, concept. Absolutely. Um, otherwise, uh, they took. A lineman uh, in the 82nd pick, uh, Nate Davis. I have never have a problem with taking offensive line at any point. Just, you know, it's a hot commodity. Uh, you know, Titans kind of at the, the bottom of the totem pole there. I uh, feel like they didn't address uh, all their needs, which I think their, their needs are many. Uh, so, but all in all, I think they didn't have a terrible draft. Uh, B+. Plus. Titans did what they did best. They were average. Yeah. Um, I give them a C plus. I I'd say right around there. I'm not a huge fan of the AJ Brown pick. Um, I understand why they made it. I I just think that there were bigger needs that were still on the board that they could have taken. Um, I do like the Simmons pick. Uh, it does allow for for able to get one of his guys on that D line. Um, average. Uh, How'd the Chiefs do? The Kansas City Chiefs did all right. Ooh, big they thumbs did, down for the mask. They did all right. Um, they they did not. Did they, they didn't have a first round pick. They had Frank Clark. That was their first. That's round what pick. I mean. They they overpaid greatly for Frank Clark. Um, I mean, I guess overall their their draft wasn't terrible, but. Uh, their first pick coming at 56 was a wide receiver. 
They drafted a few defensive pieces. Overall, I give them, I don't know, I guess in like the, the low B range. Um, it's a team Potentially that... Potentially high Cs? Yeah, like like a C plus, B minus type. Th- I mean, it's like a team... 80, 81? 79, 80. Um, it's a team that, I mean, last year we saw them. They they were an explosive team all season. 79.5. <laughs> it's all on how the teachers, they're dick or not. And, uh, I mean, they, they've lost pieces. I mean, Kareem Hunt is gone. We don't know what's going to happen with Hill. He's going on the exemplars. But it, it's just, I think they had an okay draft. I don't think they would have been able to do much better with the draft capital they had this year. Souls? Oh. I give them a B minus. You know, they're kind of, with the receiver pick in the second round, they're kind of preparing. For the absence of Tyreek. Yeah. And they said he's basically like the same type of receiver. Mm-hmm. And with the rapist in the fourth round, they're preparing for the loss of juvenile delinquents on their team. <laughs> And then Justin Thornhill, you know, they've got to replace. I'm not stating the fourth-round pick was a rapist, by the way. <laughs> Good, because they didn't have a fourth-round pick. Oh, per- I just wanted, I didn't <laughs> know. I just wanted to make sure. I didn't want to be, like, ben, big Benning anybody in this. Wow. <laughs> anyway, Justin dun, Thornhill was dun, 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 is a replacement dun, pick for Eric Berry, so it's needed as well. <clears throat> That's it. D. Um, you giving him a D? D. Chiefs a D? Chiefs a D. Chiefs a D. All right. How about them Packers? The Pack. I feel like my teams are just going to get rattled off here. Well, yeah. I know. <laughs> the Packers, um, to me, had a pretty good draft. I mean, they had a lot of picks this year, um, and they addressed a lot of needs <laughs> that they that they had. I mean, the Packers' defense was not good. They, they were aging, and they were giving up points like crazy. Um, so, I mean, their first two picks, their first – or I'm sorry, their two picks in the first round went to address the defense, which I think was a great call. Um, they got offensive line help. They got a couple of uh, offensive weapons and, and just more defense. I give them an A because they went out and they, they drafted good players that filled needs. I'm going to go ahead and give them a B. Um, I the boy. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the Rashawn Gary pick. I st- I'm still in the camp that he's too raw to come in and uh, produce right away at the level that everybody expects him to. Uh, I was not a huge fan of the Darnell Savage pick at all. I hated that pick. Um, there were safeties on the board that could have come a lot sooner than that. Jonathan Abrams, number one. They tried this experiment a couple years ago. I don't know if you guys remember. It's a player named Demarius Randall who got shipped to Cleveland and played a lot better in Cleveland. Um, Erdogan James out of Mississippi State, great pick, helps solidify the offensive line. Uh, Sternberger out of A&M, nice second string tight end for Rodgers to develop. Um, not a bad draft, but they could have made better picks. They got the right needs, just not the right guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, son? I do, but do you hear... What the Dallas Cowboys are grading? I do not. <clears throat> I don't care about that. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give the Dallas Cowboys a B. Um, their first-round pick was Amari Cooper. Um, it only doesn't get an A from me because you're not getting him on a rookie deal. You're going to have to pay him next year. Um, Tristan Hill um, reminds me a lot of Taco Charlton. Taco. Taco. You um, mean Taco Fall. Taco Fall. Um, reminds me a lot of Tarko Charlton, except a little bit better. 
Um, what the fuck was that? High fives all around, guys? Yeah. <laughs> was that a fart? It was. It was. Did you hear that, Kendall? <laughs> I actually thought it was the heater. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> it sounded like a whoopee cushion in, like, <laughs> like in a pool of creme chips. <laughs> No, that was that was basically my analysis of the Dallas Cowboys. Good job. Uh, shit. Connor McGovern, I think, was a very good death pick. They're not going to be able to pay Lil Collins in a couple of years. Um, he's going to be able to come and fill on that spot of the interior line perfectly fine. I think he'll even be able to take over Frederick if he doesn't ever come back. Um, don't like to- Tony Pollard out of Memphis. Um, yeah, real weird. They drafted two running backs. Yeah, just seems kind of strange. I, I don't know. Like, I thought there was like a joke coming there. No, they did. they they drafted two running backs. I don't, it just seems kind of any, uh, any any other comments? B. Tell us. B. B. I say B. Um, I'd be very curious to know how the New England Patriots is biggest rivals the New York Jets did. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I was so excited to the, the Jets. I mean the Patriots. Fuck. Here, give another one. Kyle, just, just say your notes. Yeah, dude. All right. I give the Jets a B-. minus. I think they did a great job in the first round. Quinn Williams is a great pick. You were going to get what you're going to get out of him anyways. Bless you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> they were trying really hard to trade up in the second round. They weren't able to do it. And I, mean, I think it kind of co- cost them. They did get a second-round talent in Ja'Kai Polite, but he had a terrible combine. He went from being, like, a first-round guy to a third-round guy in, like, 24 hours. You know, I didn't think the Chiefs had a lot of need they didn't address. I think they do need another, wide, like, a big-time wide receiver. They need a tight end because they lost Varian Jenkins a couple years ago. And that's about it. Jets suck. Who is their tight end right now? I don't Probably somebody know. they're going to pick up in a few years from this new graded team, the Baltimore Ravens. All right, the Ravens. Ah. Um, Ravens were very safe drafts. So many fucking PowerPoint slides. <laughs> Why do they put in these animations? Can you, can you spin it around? I, I want to see it. Oh, my God. So much effort was put into this. Not really. It literally was copy and pasted from something. Um, Marquise Brown. Not he did the math to figure out like where they picked in the first round and how that turns into a decimal. <laughs> I no, mean, I didn't. I, that's why I stole the picture. He has the are all the slides their secondary colors and like the. the <laughs> it's logo? called a theme. <laughs> no, maybe if you tried hard at something, you would understand. I run the show. Give me a break. <laughs> you don't run the show. You just push the button. All right, sorry. The Ravens. Take that, souls. Oh, yeah? Do something for homework can, one time. Can, can you guys let Massey talk? I can't. I'm arguing with Kendall. Go Sorry, ahead. Mass. I said we get into a team fist fight. Me, Kyle, and the Mass versus Mock, Rita, and Redburn. I got put on the wrong team. <laughs> I was actually hoping to go solo. <laughs> Mass, who do you want to fight? Rita or Mock? Actually, wait. Is it drunk, Kendall? Yes. Oh, then, yeah. Well, I'm on the good team. Yeah, you think so? He gets aggressive. All right, I'll take Kendall. <laughs> I'll take Mock. I think Kyle... Just I, Kyle would be happy with either one, to be honest with you. <laughs> Kyle's <laughs> fighting Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca, you ever been Alabama slammed in a non-sexual way? No? Thanks. You're about to be Alabama slammed. 
Ravens. Ravens. Oh, all right. Yeah, make a pick. We're um, waiting. Marquise Brown, good wide receiver, bad for the Ravens. Gave it a B. Jalen Ferguson fell to them in the third round. I really think they're going to hit on that pick. Uh, get a Zedarius Smith type to really actually drive that up. Uh, like Justice Hill's pick in the fourth round as a running back. Um, very safe, very average picks. I give them a B. Nice. Yeah, I agree. They, they just kind of... Let it ride. Took needs, but that didn't make really any splashes. Anybody else? We're good. Good, good, good. Did Elway finally get his quarterback? Denver Broncos. Ooh. That would be me. No, it's not. <laughs> I am the AFC NFC South. What? Just, just please, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> God, all, the, all these jokes have just gone in the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. It's because this show is a toilet today. Yeah. Bad show. <laughs> Keep tuning in. I think um, that the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Denver Broncos, I think, had a very good draft. Um, they were able to trade down with the Steelers and still pick up a great offensive weapon and Noah Font. They were able to take Fant. Fant, whatever. I think it's Font. I'd be F over No. Because it's not Fanta. It's Fanta. This is very off topic. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, again, they, they took an offensive lineman in the second round and were able to get the quarterback I think they wanted in the second round and Drew Locke. I give the Broncos an A. All right, so this is going to tell you why you're wrong. Yeah. I got nothing to say. It's a good, great. What? Agreeing with Mark? This is unheard of. Minnesota Vikings, I'm Oh. The Minnesota Vikings. Selected. Just one moment. Get your PowerPoint going. <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. They, they shored up the offensive line, which was very poor last season. About fucking time they did it. I mean, really, they, they had to address it. Use their 18th pick on Garrett Bradbury. It was a good move. They need a... Uh, more force up front. Um, the tight end in the second round I thought was kind of strange. Um, again, Irv Smith I think will be good. but They're Kyle, moving on from Rudolph. Didn't they just pay him? No. I thought they just extended him. Even though they said they were trying to trade him hard during the trade. Oh, oh okay. Right. I, did, I didn't know that. I think they kind of gave up on him. But, um, I mean, even still, Rudolph has been a solid tight end for them, yeah, especially in the red Pittsburgh. zone. Um, Bring back Pettigrew. I, I personally give the Vikings a B grade. Um, some of the picks they made kind of didn't really make much sense to me. They they drafted two wide receivers. I, I don't know. To me, they, they have a very deep receiving core as it is and guys that they're paying a lot of money. So I, I think they could have used those picks elsewhere, but I give them a B. Any, 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 uh... Yep. Anybody? No? Look at Tori, fuck the Vikings. Atlanta Falcons? Hey, so I personally give them a B minus. That's a color. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. So in the first round they got Chris Lindstrom, a uh, guard, which is a good pick. They needed help. Then they traded back in the first round to get an all- another offensive lineman, which I didn't understand. I think you could have used that to get a, like an explosive 
defense, like corner or, or receiver or something along those lines because they didn't need another offensive lineman. They had a solid one last year. I get it. They're trying to keep Matt Ryan up, but whatever. But they got running back Quadri Olsen out of pit. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea who the fuck that guy is. But they need another running back because they lost Coleman. So, good what you pick. Him? What do you give him? I give him a B, I said. Oh, I didn't hear him. I'm sorry. Fair? A. I'd probably give him a B plus minus. I'm in that B range because I agree with what Sol said is that they traded back up and they could have used that pick on the defensive side of the ball. Would you like who you like? Yeah. Who knows? They, maybe there's an offensive lineman that's injured. We don't know about yet. Yeah. They could have sure. got Byron Murphy. But they don't need a defensive back. Kind of. They took a defensive back right after they took the tackle. They don't need. They, they don't really need that many like high quality defensive backs. No, I really think that everyone they had last year was just hurt. Yeah, I don't think their defense is a problem. Everyone. Everyone. Uh, <coughs> wow. <that was> like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Charges. Well, that, that is me. Yeah. Yeah. You better hurry up. Yeah, I'm getting there. Uh, the Chargers for me again had a had a decent draft. I mean, um. First round, they took a defensive tackle, which to me, the, the Chargers defense played very well last year. They were kind of an underrated defense, but um, defense. I, I still think they, they needed to add a little more firepower, especially playing, um, I mean, <laughs> we don't know what the Chiefs will be now, but the Chiefs were a big offense. The Raiders, we don't know. I mean, they, they added some pieces. They can be better offensively. Um, a lot of question marks. A lot of questions. Uh, absolutely, but. They can be good. The no, the the, uh, oh, the Raiders' the offense. Um, you know, but again, they they went heavily defense in this year's draft. Um, I give them a B plus. I think the the defensive guys, even if they don't turn out to be big time studs, they'll be great rotational players and add depth and they'll, they'll sure you build have that the defense. depth defensively because Philip Rivers, much like the Drew Breeses, the Tom Brady's, and the Ben Roethlisberger's, always find somebody to throw the football to. Yeah. You still got Keenan. Thompson. Anyway, speaking <laughs> of Keenan Thompson, let's get on to the Detroit Lions. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Do I have that? Yep. <laughs> 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 I Me and Kendall are just kind of looking at each other. Uh, the Lions, I, I think, again, had... A good start to the draft, and then kind of putered out. Um, I think Hawkinson was a great pick for them. I mean, we saw the Eric Ebron experiment there; it didn't exactly work out. Um, Worked out in Indy, though. But that's not like in Detroit; it didn't. But I still think Stafford needs another big man target um, to throw to. The defense needed help, especially in that division. I mean, the the Bears. The Vikings and the Packers all have good offenses, and they, and they addressed that early. Um, they drafted a second tight end. I, I, In I the seventh know. round, though. But, it, but even so, like, I, I hate saying it because it just doesn't make sense. You're taking special teams players at that point. Um, but overall, I give them a B grade, B minus. Um, you know, they, they address needs to play teams – Specifically within their division, I think. 
which should help them. I mean, there's three other good teams in that division. See, they took the one of the biggest reaches in the draft with Jelani Tavai in the second round. You I, know what? I disagree with everybody about that kid. You think Jelani Tavai was he is worth a Samoan? And I'm going to tell you something about Samoans. He's the Rock's cousin. <laughs> they play with aggression. And we will all find out this year that kid's going to be good. You think he was worthy of being the third <laughs> linebacker taken? You'll find out, my boy. The I other, just love Kyle's passion about The other things. side of that, he looks like a lion. That's nah, what Kyle wants to say. He looks like a charger. Let's get over <laughs> Hey. Uh, he's right. He's right, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Texans. I am the Texans. Hey, buddy. Hello, everyone. <laughs> How was your draft? Um, our draft was kind of so-so. I'd give us a C-minus. You should go lower. So, well, <laughs> you should go a lot lower. <laughs> because I'm a homer, I can't give myself lower than a C-minus. Um, oh, you can't give yourself the D? Nope, can't do it. Can't do it as much as I might want to. Uh, they went ahead, they uh, picked uh, Titus Howard uh, right after the Andre Dillard selection from Philadelphia. Uh, they later went and selected another uh, offensive lineman in Max Sharping in the second round. Um, so they, they, they did draft offensive linemen, which is uh, a need. However, it seemed like they were, they were kind of just drafting, uh, feeling sorry for themselves. Um, they ended up drafting uh, a couple of defensive backs, uh, one being uh, Lonnie Johnson. I don't know much about him, but uh, they drafted him in late in the second round. He's pretty good. And they also uh, drafted a defensive lineman, uh, Charles Ominominui, um, which is a favorite <laughs> of Romeo Cornell. Is he a uh, Penn State guy? Uh, I guess as good as mine. No, he was from but Texas. The reason I, I okay. give them a C minus and you know having a poor draft, okay, is uh, running backs. They are kind of in need of some sort of running back. I, I, I well, they got Deontay Freeman back, so we'll see how he does. Still, I think they've always kind of had problems in the running back position. Uh, get a running back. Speaking of shitty teams. Kyle, who was that? Oakland? No, Deontay, like Dante Freeman, right? I really thought he said Devonta. No, he, I said Dante. Did, but but it, isn't it Foreman? <laughs> I heard a couple yeah, names. I I'm, was, just, I'm just okay. asking. Kyle. I'm Speaking not, of shitty teams, Oakland. Kyle, cut it out. Put it in. Speaking of shitty teams, Oakland. A plus, moving on. What? It's a mess. Who are you talking about? Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders um, kind of started the what did you just do? In the draft, um, their the Giants were like, Giants <laughs> were like, just wait a minute, guys. No, and I then mean, the, and then the Raiders like kind of did it with all three of their picks. <laughs> so like the Giants were like, let's trade back in and let's match it. Well, no, I mean, no, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, the first pick, the fourth overall pick with Clellan Farrell, I I didn't get it. Um, I mean, it's a guy. If they wanted to take him, that's fine. But they could have traded out of that pick and. Well, they could have traded with the Giants, or the Giants should have drafted their <laughs> Drew Jones at four. At four. And they're like, we can get a Power Ranger out of this. But it, it, it it's just, it was a weird pick for me. Um, there was, was a lot of well, other... Sorry, nothing to wrap up. What do you think Giants fans would have done if they traded with the Cardinals both picks to get to the number one spot to draft Jones? That would have sucked. That would have made the they pick They would have bad. burned down New York. But, um, like I said, the clone, I don't know. Like, they could have used one of their later picks to get him. Um, other than that, though, the the... Raiders had a big need at running back. They used the first round to get one. And defensively, they, they went pretty much all defense defense in this draft. Um, oh, yeah. I give them a B plus. I think the the Raiders are starting to look to be on the upswing. I give them an A minus. 
A plus tied for my second or tied for my favorite draft in the entire time. B plus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he said either. A plus. Their pick. Um like it was kinda like a why would you pick him when X, Y, and Z are still on the board? Still are gonna be a very impactful player though. Yeah. Like it's not like they reached it's not like they reached for a guy they could have gotten at twenty six. No. We could have gotten by twenty fourth. No, nah, I don't think they would have. No. He would have been gone. Nah, he would have twenty five. He would have been gone. Yeah, he would have picked between. Got it. You remember gone. that? Anyway, but I'm just saying, like, they still got impactful players, and they still drafted to the needs that they had, and it's just on paper, I think they did a good job addressing their needs with players that are have proven to be uh, impactful in their college careers. It's just a matter of did they pick players that can make the jump to the NFL level, which is Gr- what Gruden's. Achilles Hill's always been. And that's why he has Mayock picking for him. <laughs> that's why he's not drafting. <laughs> uh, I'd like to hear what the uh, Seahawks feel about their, their draft. Uh, I'd give ourselves a B plus. Um, I say that because the Seahawks, you know, we draft however we want because we're just going to find players from Town Fair Tires and Starbucks, and there'll be special teamers and uh, wide receivers. You know, yeah. Uh, with wide receivers in mind, uh, DK Metcalf uh, fell to number sixty-four. Uh, not not fell, but he was he was lower than what I would have anticipated. So that's um, falling, Kyle. <sighs> Kyle. Nice yawn, talk. Kyle, Kyle. Well, am I wrong? Hey Schneider, can I ask you why you waited until the fourth round again to address or to address your offensive line? because uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, we drafted another wide receiver. You can't draft five of them. Might as well just wait. <laughs> right. Drafted another receiver in uh, Gary Jennings, which you know. Could be a compliment to uh, our. Big uh, <laughs> I mean, our it makes Doug sense. Baldwin's of the world. Uh, makes sense because of the Baldwin rumors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, him retiring. Um, Forced to retire. Uh, Legion Boom is done. We all know it. Uh, a lot of, lot of defensive needs there trying to build that back up, you know, so it's not all on Russell Wilson. Uh, drafted uh, LJ uh, Collier in the first round. Uh, also uh, selected uh, Marquise Blair, which is an aid to the secondary. Uh, so I, I think they're trying to build up that defense again uh, to kind of give a, a backbone to that Seahawks defense. I give them a B plus, C minus. Me, per- I, I think the Seahawks had a great draft. I mean, this is a team that historically does not address the offensive line. <laughs> Russell Wilson just kind of mm-hmm. runs around and, and gets around it. Um, for the kind of well, team that they're trying well, to transition into being I wouldn't behind. Say, I wouldn't say historically doesn't address. I just think as of late, there hasn't been. But I mean, like Hasselbeck Pete Carroll. But like Pete Carroll doesn't address it. Um, That's a problem on Ryan Schottenheimer offense, which is a run first offense. I mean, their the offense ran the ball pretty well last season behind a bad offensive well, line. Chris Carson ran pretty well. Everyone else. They all did. Good. They all had good games. I, I give the Seahawks an A. C. Minus. A minus. What are we giving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Hello. Oh, hey. Hey, So, Tampa Bay had one of my favorite picks at the draft. Devin White. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You You know it. I know it. We all know it. So, you know, they picked Devin White. And they went in the second round with defensive back. Second and third round, they went defensive back. And they picked a safety. You know what? I love it. They went all defense in what they needed to do. Their offense is okay for now. They have Bruce Aaron. They're going to figure it out. 
The defense is in desperate need. They went after all defense, and they got a kicker in this fifth round, which is always a need for them. So? I give them an A-plus. All around, Tampa Bay figured out what they need to do. Well, mostly because it's Bruce, Bruce, but good for them. Good night, Eric. B minus. Yeah, you're wrong. Wait till all these guys provide stuff. <laughs> wait till they all provide stuff. <laughs> like wait till they all provide. <laughs> Anybody else have any grades to give? I give them an A. Most likely they have a cannonship. Um, all right. I would like to hear what the New England Patriots had to do. What would you grade the New England Patriots over there? A plus. Hundred percent. A plus plus action. Impossible. Patriots are tied. So you're giving them the Belichick. Yeah, I'm giving them the best grade of that whole entire draft. Patriots are tied for the best so, grade of this entire draft. Haha! Ha, fuck you, Kendall. I lied. I give them an A minus for one reason. <laughs> Still, fuck you, Kendall. <laughs> Why right. me? I don't care. So, all these players are gonna be good. Nikhil, <laughs> <laughs> congratulations, guys. You guys are winning the Super Bowl this Nikhil year. Nikhil Harry. May- is a pick to void Josh Gordon's role. The deep throw with physicality. He's going to help big there. Then the pick defensive back. You can never go wrong there. I don't think it was the right choice, but I think New England, they never, they're just weird. They pick guys that are You don't general. question Belichick when it comes to secondary players. Yeah. My favorite pick of the draft was Chase Winovich, who yes. fell to them, to replace Trey Flowers. Um, they needed... That's way to, to replace Trey Flowers, and I think they just did. David Harris was kind of a head-scratcher, but they'll find a way to put him in. It's a running back on the Patriots. He's going to the Pro Bowl <laughs> this year. <laughs> <laughs> then they picked a bunch of guards, and they picked Jarrett Stidham, quarterback out of Auburn. He'll be a Hall of Famer in, four, in 15 years. In the one thing, four years. The one oh, thing I'm very... Hall up- of Famer in... All right, let me paint a picture for you. Again, finally <laughs> gets the win against the New York Giants Ugh. in the Super Bowl. It's Ugh. the year twenty twenty seven. Wow! Tom Brady oh, has just God. won his twelfth Super Bowl. <laughs> Out of the shadows, leads them to fourteen more Super Bowls. Belichick still the head coach. <laughs> How old like would he 97? be? Ninety seven. Kraft has passed away, and since given the team to Coughlin. Ugh. God. And Tomlin. All right, moving along. No, hold on. The one thing I'm upset that he didn't mention is Yannick just getting drafted. Um, kid was a surefire number uh, round one pick before he uh, got injured before the draft process. Fell to them in the third round, at the end of the third round. That kid will be their right tackle for the next 10 years. What do we have to say about the New York Giants? Mm. Is that Kyle? No. Uh, I do. Okay. New York Giants. We're going to go ahead and laugh at the Daniel Jones pick. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and laugh at the Dexter Lawrence pick. No, that's a great pick. No. It was. It's not. It was a good pick. Who was the defensive tackle, you guys? The. It wasn't BJ Raji. I know I keep wanting to say that, but it's not. It no, is traded? No. You guys drafted him last year. Uh, BJ Hill? Yeah, B.J. Hill. B.J. Hill played very well down the stretch. You did not need another d- nose tackle, especially when you had so many more needs down Except the stretch. Except like Dexter Lawrence can swap out of nose tackle, and they need pass rushing back. He will not be the pass rusher that's going to win them games. 
they don't need pass rushers to win them games. They need a pass rush. They don't need they don't need a Khalil Mack. They need a whole Bears defensive line. I hated that they traded up into the end of the first round. I I know what you're saying. Khalil Mack wouldn't win them games. I hated the fact that they traded up into the bottom of the first round to draft DeAndre Baker as the first cornerback. I thought that was hysterical considering he wasn't even the fifth overall corner. Um, I do love that they took Julian Love in the fourth round. That kind of brings it back in a little bit. Shane Zimenez out of Old Dominion. I like that pick. That's going to be a better pass rush than Dexter Lawrence will provide. Um, I I don't think that his draft or uh, Gettleman's draft after the fourth round was horrible. I just think that he didn't know how to draft in the first three rounds. Um, so what would you give him? I gave him a D. A D? Oh man, I give the Giants a B plus. I, I got him in the B range. I mean, I know I know we talked earlier. I wasn't crazy about Daniel Jones at six, but I think Dexter Lawrence will be a great player. Here's the thing: I don't give a shit what pick they use to get a quarterback. They just finally picked one. No, I know, but that but that's what I mean. Like, but they picked one two years ago in Davis Webb, and now everybody hates him. They picked somebody that can actually Here's start the games, and no Here's one's going to laugh. Webb was picked in the third round. Plus people also people thought that was Joe Webb. <laughs> and, and I, I mentioned Davis Webb must have looked awful in practice. He must have had the worst practices, like Did ever. Getting off field problems too. Not Davis Webb. That was the guy we drafted last year in oh. Kyle Loletta. Oh, Loletta, who was that's like right. driving to practice and then like got into a fight with the cops. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so oh, weird. I just want to drink my beer. Leave like, me alone. Well, they said like he was driving the wrong way down a one way road and then like tried to say he was a New York Giant. Like, it, well, but I know. But um, really, I mean, the I Giants. I hate the Daniel me, Jones pick. I really don't think he's ever going to turn it into anything more than a career backup. Oh hey, I mean, we'll <laughs> we'll we'll see. That's a pretty darn good backup. We'll see, but um, I think the Dexter Lawrence pick was really good. Um, DeAndre Bay. I mean, same thing. They they traded up. I thought they traded up to get a corner that they could have gotten at thirty seven. But easily, hey, I mean, it's a guy that the team wanted. They went up and got him. I think he fits the Giants better than like Greedy Williams would have. Better than Byron Jones. Eh. Um, Murphy, take a shot, Mass. You're right. <laughs> I want to get a button whenever Mass is like, yeah, like something like the contrary, and it's, you hit the button uh, it's straight from the Mass's <laughs> mouth. How'd the Pittsburgh Steelers do? Steelers got to be. <laughs> so wrong I mean, he just gave the guy sitting to the left of your team a D. So I know what he said, but I think he's wrong. I like that they identified their linebacker of the future in Devin Bush. I like that they were aggressive to go up and trade up for him. Um, the Deontay Johnson pick. How many games will he get? All right, so how many games will he get to sack? Bush, Devin Bush, or an Ten. interception? Ten. No. Interception or a sack? Game one. Game one? Yeah. All right, how many games after that do you think until they start going, boo? Uh, that play. They don't really do that for defensive players. But they will. Because Heath Miller retired, and they're itching to do it. And Victor Cruz also is retired, so like the league yeah. doesn't have anybody doing it right We're, now. They're itching for it. Shepard. <laughs> Tate. <laughs> I don't like that it took them giving up their second round to get up to get Bush, but they gave away nothing to get him. They traded up. They didn't have to go next year's first. They traded up ten spots. About. They traded from. I understand what you're they saying. Traded I, from potential not starting first round 
talent to top ten player. I understand. And all they gave up was a second and what a fifth. No, they give they swap second and a third next year, which is okay. So you drew, you picked later in the second and you gave away next year's third. They didn't pick in the second. Yeah. No. If I'm saying. No. All right. Well, you said you swapped second. Yeah. No, we swapped first. They swapped first oh. and gave away their second and was it next, next year's, year's third? third, which is fine. Oh yeah, that I I think the Steelers fleeced them on the trade. I mean, to jump up to get the guy they wanted, I think they made out like bandits with that trade. They I, got the guy they wanted badly. If this was any other team other than the Steelers, I would quench, I would question the shit out of the Deontay Johnson pick. But this is the Steelers. You don't question their wide receiver picks. Uh, Justin Lane, quarterback. I feel more comfortable about him if, they, if he went in the sixth round. <laughs> um, Justin Lane out of Michigan State. For where you got him, yes. Uh, Barry Snell, I don't think he's going to. Barry Snell, get it right. I don't think he's going to do anything other than come in and spell Connor, but for the fourth round, what more can you ask for? Gentry isn't going to do anything to replace Jesse James. Not this year. All right. How are we doing? We're running out of time. Okay. What did you give him? B. B. Both? I give the Steelers an A minus. I'm in the A range as well. I think they had a great draft. A minus. You're such a biased bitch. I like the Benny Snow. Part. I think Souls did a good Power job back. fairly analyze, uh, analyzing the team, and you just come in with this A minus bullshit. I'm very satisfied with the plus. picks. A plus because of Souls. Also, uh, what I'm reading here, the, the view uh, Zach Gentry is kind of like the next version of Jesse James. What did I just fucking I give say? Give A plus because they finally gave us a reason to forget about Shazier. It's it's not a shit shot. I'm not doing that at all. It's just I'm tired of hearing about. It. I know. Move I'm just on. tired. Of, He's not Listen, playing I, football. I don't disagree. I, I, I just, just, like, the inspirational things are cool, but I'm tired of seeing him coming out and make picks, coming out and doing <coughs> coin tosses. It's like, just let it go. Like, the Bears didn't do that shit with Zach Miller. Zach Miller, like, I'm never playing again. He said at the press conference, the Bears were nice enough to keep me on as a mentor. He played his, he, he sat there for his year and coached and then retired. I think it would be different, too, like, if Shazier was, like, an all-time, like, great stealer. Then I'd be, he would have been. He would have been, but he's but, not. But, he, but again, he would have been, maybe. It's like Paul he Malu. was very good. I'm like not Paul saying he's Malu not good. could have been a great stealer. But <laughs> really, like he's up there with the Chris Contes and Major Rights. Shazier, Shazier was a very up-and-coming player. I'm not saying he wasn't good or that he wouldn't have been great. But we don't know. I like you He was only in for a couple years. Sorry. It is what it is. I, I agree. Like I wish him the best, but I'm ready to not hear about it anymore. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm so, if sorry. you meant that, you should be de-headed. De-headed. <laughs> <laughs> Drafts, grades, we did it. Great job, gents. Good job, boys. All right. Did I do all my NFC South picks? Yeah, you did. New Orleans, Carolina, Atlanta, Bay. You did. You did. We are way behind on schedule, so we're gonna we're gonna I think we're gonna cut out River Rankings. Okay. We get Riddler. Can you your mic a little bit? We're losing you. What? Your mic. We're, we're losing What's wrong with you right here? Well, then, then keep it right here. Can't turn around a little bit. I'm losing you. This seems like stuff we shouldn't be talking about on air. You should be texting me these things. Bad producer. D minus. <laughs> Headphones, key. Well, um, so let's kind of like, just real quick, we'll do a little bit of a NHL talk. I thought for sure somebody was going to catch it. We didn't, we didn't grade the Bears. So, 
I was going to say, I thought I didn't do all my teams. I skipped the Bears. I don't want to hear their grade, but I have my own grade in my head. But Machine. Well, I had the Bears. I overall gave them like a B plus A grade. Um, David Montgomery is going to be there. Is that a Canadian B plus or like a B plus A minus? Listen, listen. What does that even mean? David Montgomery. David Montgomery is going to be the starting running back for the Bears. Not this upcoming year, the year after. I love that (laughs) pick. The trend is over, Mark. It's not the same thing. It's been going on for years. But it's. it's, What do you mean years? It's been going on for two years. No, it happened when Forte was was still there. This was one of my favorite picks of the draft. Yes, because there was Langford, and Langford looked like the next great thing. But they, they, they started playing Langford more because they had no intentions of re signing Forte. Then Langford kind of started, like, <laughs> they played Langford, and then they played Howard splitbacks, and Howard went better. Cohen, Howard was all the touches last two years ago. Howard still rushed for over 1,000 yards with Cohen on the team. Yeah. It was only this year because Nagy didn't want Howard. So, so you what did you think about Montgomery. the Montgomery pick? I think Nagy's a fucking idiot. But I opinion, disagree Montgomery's with a good pick. I didn't think Howard's going to the better overall player. I don't know. I think Montgomery's going to fit better in that system. Uh, I think the pick Riley Ridley was a good pick for them. I mean, um, it was a steal pick. I think they got him. I think they got a steal. But uh, like we we knew the Bears, they didn't have early round picks, but they made I think the they best. made the best of what they had. I give them that B plus A minus range. Did they draft a kicker? No, no. They signed. Uh, did they sign one or two from the AAF? Oh, uh, they have five all together right now. <laughs> on the on the, uh, Should just sign Nick Novak. So here's the thing. I give them an A plus if you really break down how it went. They drafted Khalil Mack in the first round, and then Anthony Miller in the second round, and then everybody else. And on top of it, they picked up uh, was it what's his name? Something something Hall from uh, there's a wide receiver that was supposed to be like a fifth round talent that nobody drafted, and they got him. He's supposed to be like a big thing, and they also got Wims, um, Ridley's teammate from Georgia. I think the Bears had a great. T- I think I think Anthony uh, Anthony I think uh, Ryan Pace is, is a. One of the best drafters in the league right now, my opinion. Except for the Trubisky. Anyway, um, so NHL playoffs breakdown of uh, round one. Kyle, Penguins. Get a breakdown of the series a little bit. Yeah, I got you. So Pittsburgh Penguins got smoked by the Icelanders. It was four games to nothing. Outplayed. Crosby sucked dick. Malkin did nothing. Matt Murray was terrible. Connor McDavid was pretty good. They outplayed him. Penguins, who was supposed to win the series, underperformed. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of like the like the theme in, for the, the, the top teams, you know? I mean, Nashville looked bad. Tampa Bay looked terrible. Washington put up a good fight against the Hurricanes. Hurricanes just, they just lived in the uh, offensive zone during all the overtime periods in that that game, or in that series. Not just that game seven, but the whole series. Um, I mean, the the Hurricanes have shown that they're not just a fluke team, you know, that they squeaked into that that second wild card spot. They, um, They came to play. And I played hard. Um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to have them going far in these playoffs. Um, the Bruins are one of those teams that 
whether they win the whole thing or lose this round, it's going to be six games every time. The Bruins are not like a sweep team, and they're not a get-swept team. Um, uh, the, the East is poising up to be very great. I love the Columbus, um, Boston. It, it's like skill and showmanship, or like skill and like pizzazz versus showmanship like our sportsmanship and aggression. Like the Bruins are just that team that like they, they just play so physical and aggressive, but they just have so much sportsmanship about it other than Martian. Um, and then the Blue Jackets are just like that team that can just light up the scoreboard. It's going to be very interesting. San Jose is going to be interesting. Um, I think they're playing Vegas, right? Uh, San Jose did play Vegas. Yes. Yeah. What are the, what are the series at right now? I know Canes are up 2-0 on the Islanders. Pretty sure Columbus and Bruins are tied one apiece. One apiece. Both games, overtime. Yeah. The Blue Jackets have played a lot of overtime. Oh, shit. In the second game, double Actually, overtime. Actually, the Capitals-Hurricanes um, game was the second longest game, or third longest game seven in NHL history. Really? Man, I think it went, I think they scored with like eight minutes left in the second overtime period. <laughs> I think the Blackhawks Predators have one of the longest games in Stanley Cup history. They they almost went three overtimes. I think they did go into three overtimes. So, Baron, what are the two games that are in overtime right now? No, 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 no. The Columbus Blue Jackets and the Bruins have both had both their games go to overtime. Right. But that's tied um, one apiece. I know the Canes are up two nothing. Yep. I think Avalanche and Sharks. I think the Avalanche have a one zero lead on the Sharks. They're tied one one now. Tied one one, and Dallas and St. Louis has one one too. Yep. Actually, I, I was watching the replay of the Avalanche. Uh, uh, Sharks game today, and uh, they Sharks went empty net with like two minutes left, and they ended up scoring. But ten seconds left, they they, they won the uh, I'm sorry, face, off. The face off, but they just couldn't get it done. But I was rooting for them. It was exciting. I mean, th- these are all teams that are like they're like underdog teams, all of them really, coming into this Stanley Cup. I mean. I'm looking at it, the, the, the one team, I think out of all these teams, the one team that you could really say, like, they should have gotten it done is San Jose. San Jose, in my opinion, San Jose on paper had the best roster going into the whole, the whole season. They, they had a video game roster between Carlson, Thornton, Pavelski, Burns. Like they're, they're te- it's a video game lineup. It, it's what you make in a fantasy draft. Doesn't hurt that Vegas fell apart during the power play in the last ten minutes of Game Seven. Yeah, no. And then the, uh, you know, the fucking uh, call the power the five minute penalty. That was interesting. I don't know if any of you guys saw it. Any of you guys see that? I read it, but I didn't get a chance to see. And for anybody who's you know, and probably most of our listeners. Um, game seven, uh, San Jose versus Vegas. Uh, there was a face-off and there was a tie-up. Uh, Vegas center cross-checked into Pavels- or into uh, Thornton, who got pushed backwards. And then another player came in and kind of like pushed him up, but like tangled the stick into his arms, causing him to kind of do a front flip and land on his head, uh, lacerating his head open and bleeding out on the ice pretty much. Um, Vegas was then given a five-minute major penalty, which for those of you who don't know, a five-minute major penalty is you play a man down. The five-minute major means you're ejected from the game, and then 
your team plays a man down for five minutes no matter how many goals are scored. When that happened, Vegas was up 4-1. to one. San Jose won 5-4. They scored four goals in that five-minute wow. period. Yeah. And there's a lot of controversy. Um, the NHL officiating uh, crew uh, put out an apology to the Vegas Knights. There's a lot of should this have been a major penalty. Do you think it should have? Um, I'm really honestly torn about it because the first guy came in and cross-checked two minutes. That should That's two minutes right there. But the second guy came in while Thorne while was being hit with the intention of hitting him harder. And he kind of misjudged the hit, but he ended up causing Thornton to tumble. And he landed on his head, and there was blood dripping out of his helmet. Like, I don't know. It, it's tough. Because in, in slow-mo, it looks malice. Is that the right word? Yeah, like uh, uh, malicious. Malicious, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks malicious. But in real time, it just looks like a oops. Like, he's not, like, the second guy's not coming. He's like not coming bang, bang in full play? speed to fucking, like, no, not bang, bang. That's just it. It's slow. It, the second guy doesn't come in with, an, like, doesn't look like he's coming in with intent to hurt. He's coming in to hit him, but it doesn't look like he's coming in to, like, be like, oh, fuck you, man. Like, you know, like, yeah. ah, it's tough. I don't know. It is what it is. It can't be changed. Um, I think San Jose was the better team anyway. Um, so, you know, just nature's way of finding ways to win. Um... I was very surprised to see the Islanders sweep the Penguins. Very, very surprised. Um, I was very surprised to see the Islanders win the series, to be honest with you. Not because the Penguins are better than them, just because the Islanders... Are the Islanders? Joke. Joke City. Uh, quick thing. Sixers just tied the series 1-1. 90-49 victory. Congratulations. Thank you. 90-49. 94-89. I heard him say ninety forty nine. I, did, I did too, but I saw the score before, so I was like, mm. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> they won by so much. <laughs> um, so far, I mean, we're, we're shaping up to see a lot of things. Um, Hurricanes Capitals was a great series. Um, I was also a big fan of the Blues and the Jets. Um, believe it or not, I've actually watched every game so far of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I haven't watched them all live, but I've watched them. I've turned off the notifications to my phone, so I don't get them. Blues and Stars are playing right now. Yeah, it's being recorded. Don't tell me the score. Oh, you don't know. You, don't know. you can tell me the score as long as it's at the third period. It's 17 to 13. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. They went for two and didn't get it. <laughs> Damn. Um, but I think the Bruins' main police was the, was the Steel Series for fans. Um, it, it was so intense. I believe it went seven. Um, yeah. It was just such a good series. It was that. It was that typical... Battle of like, like you see in sportsman times where it was like the old man led team with the promise, like with the like the, the youth they're breeding in the Bruins. The, the Bruins Maple Leafs was essentially like watching Patriots Chiefs. That's really what it was. It was you know you have the the Bergeron, Tom Brady, and then you have like the Martian who was kind of like the Gronk, and then all the young guys, which are like you know all those people that like nobody's gonna remember were Patriots in three years, you know. And then the Maple Leafs were just like, look at all our shiny new toys that we have. Tavares and Matthews and Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey. It's like, look at all our shiny toys. We're young and we're, we're ready to go. And, and the Bruins just were like, we'll show you how it's done. <laughs> and <laughs> we'll keep before. doing it. <laughs> yeah. So I just think it was a very – I'm a big fan, especially in hockey, of that old versus new. I don't know if you guys saw. I think it was like a week ago or whatever. Yager is like 52 years old now. Yeah. He scored like four goals in the game. 
over he and... owns that team. <laughs> yeah. I saw something interesting today. I can't remember who his name was now, but uh, just oldest, leave a bubble check. oldest goalie to have a win in in the playoffs. Thirty five years old. What team? I thought it was the Cam Talbot. I thought it was Columbus. Bravosky. No, yeah, who's the backup? I don't even know who Bravosky's backup is. Yeah, but he was thirty five. I thought he he ranked like number two. Wow, um, Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn That's it. Johnson That's it. <laughs> made his NHL debut. Boston Bruins goalie Tim Thomas. Is that right? No, it's not. Never mind. That's I'm saying he is not on the Bruins anymore. Yeah, he, he was pretty the, good back in the day, though. For the Bulls? <laughs> and the Knicks. <laughs> but anyway, he's 35 years old, first playoff winner. I thought that was cool. I, I, I thought it was Columbus. But I, Just I look know. up like the box scores from the games. But yeah, it, it's exciting. Predictions wise, um, I think the Canes hold on to beat the Islanders five to one or four to one. Um, I think that the Bruins ended up getting edged by the Blue Jackets in seven. Um, I think Dallas has what it takes to beat out St. Louis in six, and I think that um, the Avalanche lose to the Sharks. And six. Has Dallas ever won? Um, not as Dallas. But not the winner of Minnesota? Yeah, I believe they won one. Winner of Mike Madonna. Mike Madonna played in Dallas as well. He was also North Star. He was also a star. Minnesota. He was also a Dallas South Star. We're going to have some serious talks after this show. <laughs> Dallas South Star. <laughs> That's what they were known as. Really? I didn't uh, know that. Was it Flurry? He's a Vegas knight, bruh. He was just some white guy. I didn't yeah. matter. And then, I mean, just for shits and giggles, it would be fun if I'm, no one's writing it down, so it doesn't really matter anyway. Um, so, so I'm just thinking, sorry, I'm thinking <laughs> you guys can talk too, you know, I've been doing a lot of this NHL talking that you guys aren't helping. Columbus. I think the Stanley Cup final comes down to her, uh, Carolina Hurricanes versus the Avalanche. You heard it here first. That's what I said. Kidding, pal. I just wanted to make you happy. You should do it. Actually, no. I said Columbus. Hurricane, hurricane stars. Anyone can go fast. Anyone. Hurricane stars. Yeah, Columbus. I would, I would like to see the Hurricanes win it just to see what they do after. If they win it at a home game. They just Because they're the team that does those celebrations, those fun celebrations after every home win. Mm-hmm. You got to do something. I'm assuming you just shoot somebody. But... Um... Yeah. Hurricane Stars. Anybody care to make any predictions at all? Did you care to chime in out about anything? I'd like to make a couple predictions. About hockey? Yes. I have the Bruins holding on. I think they they win out the rest of their games just by the points you made earlier. It's this veteran team, been there before. They just seem to get it done during crunch time. Uh, I I have the Hurricanes... Holding on as well. They will complete uh, the sweep. Uh, I have the Blues winning uh, the game. That series will go seven. And I have uh, the Sharks uh, going on to win in six. Carolina, San Jose. Carolina wins. In seven. Go Whalers. (laughs) The Hurricanes have already won one since moving. I know. 
already said mine. Columbus Avalanche, Avalanche and six. Sharks, Bruins, Bruins and five. Ooh, when you find a tenth in your bag. Did only you? two in here, Kyle. You want to do one and one? Is there really only two in there, or you haven't looked? You guys should make out. I'll join in after. You want to swap them back and forth every five minutes? Yeah. Remember that time I spit dip pooches in your mouth outside of the woodworking shop? I went throughout. Mark <laughs> laughed very hard. So funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, we, we can tell this story off, off air. But, but if you heard well, what he said, you, you basically it on heard air. it all. But it's so funny. Anybody right. else have any predictions? I think we all went. Oh. Uh, well, sure. Riddler, are you going to... It looks like you're going to make us a, a bracket. Yeah, i got to do it yeah. right now, real quick. So, I forgot to write them down. Well, that's okay. Because we can... Talk about other stuff. What do you got, um, Reed? What do we got? Kenny Sunkissed. Ooh, <laughs> I thought we did away with that. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's funny. The name is somewhat grown on me as time goes on. But I'm, 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 What's I'm the nickname? Kenny Sunkissed. Kenny oh. Sunkissed, yeah. I'm too attached to the name Red Baron, though, because for the, the plane noises. Because whatever the Sunkiss, like, that's stupid. Well, it's not a red, soda opening. If you open up a soda, it kind of no, does that, too. No, so, someone say his name. Someone say the name. Kenny Sunkissed. Fuck you, Fanta. See? Same thing. <laughs> just go right, sponsor. <laughs> just go right at him. Think about it. You're orange. Just You're like Sunkissed. <laughs> if you look at the camera... I do look like a carrot a little bit, um, but it's really because I'm a oompa loompa. And you love celery, dude. I don't, what? Oh. What was that to do with anything about being orange? I right, anyway, enough enough with the nonsense. Enough with the nonsense. You're uh, a vegetable, kid. What do you got for us, Ken? I figured we would talk for a second. We, we did addressed the draft in the previous hour and yeah. dance in this one. But of the first rounders, I was curious what you guys would figure who's going to make the immediate impact with the exclusion of Kyler Murray. He's, he's not going to make that big of an impact. Well, I guess what I'm saying is who's getting like in there. How many wins did they have last year? Cardinals. Three? Three? Two? Three. Three. They're going to win five to six games this year. In in their playing time, you know, the quarterback perhaps arguably could have the, the biggest impact on your team in how the result of the game goes. Either but Devin White or Devin Bush. Devin White or Devin Bush? One of the two of them. So as you seem to concur, yeah, they're White, gonna Devin White's going to Devin White has the maturity to be a leader now, and he's going to be the leader of that Tampa Bay team. <laughs> Devin Bush is going to come in and get a lot of playing time because he's got a high IQ and a big motor, and that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers like. I think Josh Allen's going to turn a lot of heads this year. I think he's going to be very good. Not to be confused with the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. No, funny though, if he <laughs> fell to the Buffalo Bills, I had him going in my drafts. <laughs> I think they were already project. I think it's next season the Lions play the Bills. <laughs> Josh Allen can sa- sack Josh Allen. Well, you're wrong. So that's a shot. Why? Because the other Josh Allen is a Jaguar, and you said he was a Lion. Did he go to the Jaguars? Yes, he did. He did. Wait, oh, he did. wait, wait till Garrett blunt it. Hawkinson you, you went should, to the Lions. You should take a shot for that. Man. I thought he went to the Lions. Didn't take a shot. But it is interesting that both Josh Allens went to the seventh pick. <laughs> yes. So I thought that was cool. Uh, That's a good toast. So the, the next thing we need to do is find out who the best Josh Allen is in 2020. There's got to be one. It's, it's just going to be a <laughs> thing now. Um, Where's Josh Allen going this year? Number seven. <laughs> there might be another Josh. That's Probably a fairly Josh common Allen. name. Um, my vote is for Nikhil Harry. I, right over there. 
What's your what's your reasoning? He's on the Patriots, and he's the first first round wide receiver Bill has ever picked. Uh, that's that's I fair. He's going to hit a thousand yards this year. Run the horn. You focus on you. Talk. So I, I, I'm curious. It's an interesting point that you brought up, but actually I didn't know that. It's the first 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 round wide receiver that Belichick has drafted as a Patriot or as a coach all the time. Break a break. All the setup and what, was worth it. <laughs> we we just need a hand signal. <laughs> I I didn't know what you were doing. I thought you were just trying to get is. my attention. I thought you wanted a shot. <laughs> That's what I thought too. <laughs> all right, I was like, bracket break. It? Today's bracket break is the greatest MLB player of the 21st century. Um, we're going based off of uh, retired players and only their stats recorded from 2000 on towards their retirement. And you said NBA. MLB. Oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> the the headphone like cut out as soon as uh, he said it, so I, I was like, <laughs> to do, I wanted to do in general, but because like I wanted to include the Verlander, like Verlander and Kershaw and Pujols into this and like Cabrera, but I wasn't. I, I really struggled where to put Trout because like he, he's got like two hundred seventy four home runs, which is impressive, but like like I don't know where he ranks statistically. This is because this is kind of a production thing. Yeah. So production wise, where does he rank? Like, is he does he rank higher than certain of these players? It's hard. Is he is he going to be better than probably all of these guys? Yeah. So, I, I, just to ask, you said it's post two thousand. So is it just any? It, it anything there, past two thousand or no? There's players in it that were drafted before two thousand. But uh, but you said it's it's going it's two thousand after. It's stats and accolades from two thousand on to their retirement. Okay. All right. Okay. So, Mike Marshall, would you like to pick a quadrant? Uh, we're gonna go upper right. Upper right. All right. Ooh, funny that you did that one. Uh, I'm gonna do a little bit of reverse here because I want Mock to suffer on the next one. Aww. All right. Number two seed. Right, I actually wrote down the stats. We're gonna go a little over tonight because I, I I put work in on these stats. We have the number two seed. Um, Vladimir Guerrero. I'm only reading these stats once in the first round each. So get over it. Um, Vladimir Guerrero, right fielder. Played from 2000 to 2011 to 2011 in this century. Uh, 1072 on the runs, 2092 hits, 357 home runs, 1215 RBIs, 153 stolen bases with a 318 batting average, eight time All Star, MVP, seven time Silver Slugger. <laughs> That's from 2000 to 2011 only. Heard that. Didn't I? I was like, he was an MVP seven times? No. <laughs> I, then, I got you. <laughs> and then versus the number three seed, Randy Johnson. From 2000 to 2009, he was 143 and 78 with a 3.34 ERA, with a with 12 shutouts pitched, 484 walks, 2,182 strikeouts, and a 1.14 WHIP. Four-time All-Star, three-time Cy Young, a pitching triple crown. 2001 World Series MVP, and obviously with that, a World Series win. Gentlemen, vote. As everyone votes, I made myself laugh real hard when you talk about Randy. Because I thought for sure, and I don't know why. One bird killed. No, I thought for sure you were going to say 143 pounds, and it made me laugh <laughs> so hard. Just because he was so tall and lanky. My, my pick is Randy Johnson. That is also my pick, Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Vlad, because he hit a home run from his knees a lot. Adrian Beltre did that a few times. He was just so dominant that you can't go against him. All right. The number one seed, 
Derek uh, Jeter. Oh, yeah, him. Shortstop from 2014. <laughs> 1,437 runs, 2,650 hits, 197 home runs, 970 RBIs, 272 stolen bases with a 307 batting average, a 12-time All-Star, a 2,000 World Series MVP, a 5-time Gold Glover, and 5-time Silver Slugger with two World Series rings. Versus the number four seed, Mariano Rivera. Ha, ha, From 2000 ha. to 2013, 56 and 47 record with a 2.05 ERA, 523 saves with 167 walks, 836 strikeouts with a .954 whip, 11-time All-Star, three-time reliever of the year, one-time comeback player of the year. Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera. <laughs> uh, I so thought bad. you were going, Kyle. It's your turn. Um. Derek Jeter will forever be my favorite player of all time, but Mariano is the greatest closing pitcher of all time. Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera. More men have walked on the moon than have scored on Mariano in the playoffs. That's a cool stat. That's pretty cool. He also walked up to a terrible song. False. It's a bad song. No, it's a bad song, but the walk-up is dope. Yeah, it's very dramatic. No, the walk-up was good, but the song is terrible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. Exactly what it just said. Pick a, pick a quadrant. <laughs> I can't understand you when you're drunk. I'm not even that drunk. Pick uh, a quadrant. <laughs> Lower left. All right. Number one seed. Roy Halladay. From 2000 to 2013, he posted a 194 and 98 record with a 3.36 ERA. 100, or sorry, not wrong, not right. 19 shutouts. With 2,022 strikeouts, 511 walks with a 1.157 whip. He was an eight-time All-Star and a two-time Cy Young Award winner. Versus the number four seed, um, Johan Santana from 2000 to 2012. What? I never liked Johan. I'm sorry. He went 139 (laughs) and 78 with a 3.2 ERA, 10 shutouts, 567 walks with 2,000 strikeouts. A 1.132 whip, four-time All-Star, two-time Cy Young, a pitching triple crown, and a gold glove as a pitcher. Roy Halladay. Roy Halladay. Santana. Santana. Ooh. You know who this is going to be. I'm saying Roy Halladay. Yeah, I put Kevin Nash. Oh. All right. uh, (laughs) The number three seed, Todd Helton. From 2000-2013, he posted just under 1,200 runs, uh, just over 2,100 hits with 304 home runs, a little under 1,200 RBIs, 27 stolen bases, and a 3.17 batting average, five-time All-Star, three-time Gold Glover, and a four-time Silver Slugger. How many many years did he play after the 2000? 2000-2013. 13 years. 27 stolen bases in 13 years. He's the GOAT. <laughs> Versus the number two seed, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds from 2000 to 2007 had 772 runs with 925 hits, 317 home runs with 697 RBIs, 554, or sorry, 54 stolen bases. <laughs> I going to say, oh my God. <laughs> .322 batting average. Six-time All-Star, four-time MVP, and a five-time Silver Slugger, as well as breaking the record for most home runs in the season. Um, Eternal cheater. 
whatever. Still did it all. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go Bonds. Bonds. No. <laughs> I think Bonds is a better player, but Todd Helton's one of my favorite players <laughs> of all time. This is more impactful. Like, this, come on, this is greatest player of. 20%. I know. I know. You can't vote for the scrubs you like. <laughs> no, but he was good. Triple Cabrera. Where's he? Well, he doesn't deserve to be, but Helton deserves to be. He doesn't deserve to be on the bottom of my boot. Is he? <laughs> Elton. Bonds. Bonds all day. Well, I'm just going to Helton. He was not going to win, so I could vote for Helton. <laughs> I will say this, though. Todd Helton started, started off his career as a pure power hitter, and then by, like, year 2008, all went down. Went Number one like, seed, Alex Rodriguez, from 2016, 1,528 runs on 23-24 hits. 548 home runs with 1623 RBIs, 211 stolen bases with a 291 batting average. Was an 11-time All-Star, 3-time MVP, MVP, 2-time Gold Glover, 10-time Silver Slugger, and a 1-time World Series champion. And a Jennifer Lopez. Versus the number 4 seed Andrew Jones from 2000 to 2012, 947 runs, 1500 hits, 350 home runs with 1032 RBIs. 78 stolen bases with a 253 batting average, five-time All-Star, eight-time Gold Glover, one-time Silver Slugger. A-Rod. 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 Andrew Jones, killer with the glove, way better than A-Rod with the glove. And Andrew Jones banged Scarlett Johansson, so better than Jennifer Lopez. Uh, Andrew Jones, though, very underrated, I will I will say. All right, so it's just A-Rod. Okay. Mass is fading on us. All right, no. number, number two seed, Manny Ramirez. From 2000 to 2011, 971 runs with 1642 on the hits, 357 home runs, just under 50, uh, 1150 on the RBIs, 100 or sorry, 11 stolen bases, uh, with a 315 batting average, nine-time All-Star, 2004 World Series MVP, seven-time Silver Slugger, two-time World Series champion, versus the number three seed, Pedro Martinez. From 2000 to 2009, 112 and 50 record with a 3.01 ERA, six shutouts, 350 walks, 1620 on the strikeouts, and a 1.036 WHIP. Four-time All-Star, one-time Cy Young, one-time World Series. Pedro. 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 Manny. I tell you, I hated Manny Ramirez. <laughs> So much. I Anybody hate it. Anybody care to guess, besides Souls, who the last one seed is? Um, I don't remember. I didn't tell you guys who it was. Oh, I thought you were... I, no, no, no. Do I'm you just sorry. care to take a guess who you think it might be? I'm going to guess Ichiro. It is. Kyle didn't guess it. Kyle te- guessed like 35 other people. <laughs> I would have thought it. Number two seed, David Ortiz. From 2000-2016, 1361 runs, 2379 on the hits, 531 home runs, 17-16 RBIs, with a swapping 16 stolen bases, and a 287 batting average, with a 10-time All-Star, 2013 World Series MVP, 7-time Silver Slugger, and a 3-time World Series Champion. Versus the number 3 seed, Chipper Jones. David Ortiz. (laughs) From 2000-2012... Uh, 1077 on the runs, 1855 hits, 315 home runs, 1200 solo. Uh, what? 
<laughs> are, you, are you saying 1,200 stolen bases? Obviously, I'm fucking wrong, Ma. I'm, I'm just asking. Dick. 1,200 stolen bases. I mean, I can tell you I'm not voting for Triple Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I just won't do it. I don't know what I wrote. So sorry. 67 stolen bases, 304 batting average, five-time All-Star, one-time Silver Slugger, 45-time Met Killer of the Year. Oh, it's DRTs all day. Chipper Jones. Or does... Chipper Jones. Mass? Think about it. How many commercials have you seen with Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> Chipper Jones. You don't even know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it to him. really I'm sticks in my keys. claw. Right. I, I only voted for Jones to make Mass be the decider. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Number four seed, Carlos Beltran from 2000-2017. 1,458 runs, 25-15 hits. 413 home runs with 1,472 RBIs, 282 on the stolen bases, and a 278 batting average. Nine-time All-Star, three-time Golden Glover, two-time Silver Slugger, one-time World Series champion. Versus the number one seed, Ichiro Suzuki. From 2001 to April of 2019, recorded 1,420 on the runs, 3,089 hits, 117 home runs, one of which we saw. Um, 780 RBIs, 509 stolen bases with a 311 batting average, a 10-time All-Star MVP, Rookie of the Year, 10-time Golden Glover, and three-time Silver Slugger. Ichiro. 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 Is there a question? I just wrote Asian. <laughs> All right, so Mariano Rivera versus Ralph Johnson. Mo. I'm sorry. Can you say I couldn't hear you? Mariano Rivera versus Randy Johnson. Mo. Randy. Oof. Randy. Mariano. I think he's the greatest closer of all time, but I don't think I just think that Randy was more dominant. Randy Johnson. I said Mo. Who'd you pick? I said Randy. Nice. Like, it's just a difference between a starter and a closer. You yeah, know? Try, I, I, I'm not mad. I, I a Rod versus saying. Pedro. A Rod. A Rod. A Rod. Pedro. Pedro. I also hated Pedro a lot, so that one felt good. <laughs> yeah, but you also kind of hate A-Rod. You're just obligated to like yeah, him. I hated him Roy like Holiday versus uh, Barry Bonds. Barry oh. Bonds. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Holiday. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Ichiro Suzuki versus David Ortiz. David Ichiro. Ortiz. Ichiro. Ichiro. Okay. Can I have one moment to explain why? Sure. David Ortiz meant more to that team because he was able to bring them to a World Series. But it's the greatest Three player time. of the 21st century. Yeah, and that makes you a greatest player. Ichiro. He had more walk-offs in like the 07 season than anyone I've ever seen. Ichiro is also extremely dominant on both sides of the ball. Ortiz is just a DH. Makes him that much better. No, what? No. How does it I make mean, him that much better? Ortiz was a liability in the field. Yeah, <laughs> Ichiro <laughs> fell off after like 2000. Fell off when? 2010. After he left the Seattle Mariners, he fell off. I don't know. He was not that great as a Yankee. He, he was still good as a Yankee. Not as good as Ortiz was. As a Yankee? Yeah, I think he no, was like, better. Like, you know what I'm saying. I think Ichiro, I think Ortiz meant more to the Red Sox than Ichiro meant to any team he played on, but I think Ichiro's a better player. I mean, Ichiro is way more impactful. Ichiro amassed 3,000 hits. Coming in at the age of like twenty seven, right? <laughs> he has gray hair. He's won championships. He was also on better teams, Kyle. 
Well, hold on. Listen. Not his fault. Wait, wait. Listen. I'm not saying it's his I fault, think... but, but, I mean, come on. You're saying Ortiz won champ. He was on better teams. Yes. Seattle didn't know how to fucking do their team. Would Matt Stafford do better if you replaced... Again. So if that, you replaced, so... like, I don't know. Let's say you got rid of Andy Dalton and put Matt Stafford in there. Would the Bengals be better? Yeah. Sure. 100%. Okay, so, like, but it's what I'm saying. Like, take... Take any member of the Red Sox well, outfield out the of the Yankees, equation and put each row in it. They didn't win. Who was the Red Sox outfield when they won their first World Series? Manny. Ellsbury. Okay. No. No. Ellsbury from 2004? I'm not talking about 07. We said the first one. I don't think Manny was there in 07. It was like, it was like Manny, was. like Mike Cameron. He might have been suspended. <laughs> I can't remember with not well, there. So I'm just saying, he might have been. <laughs> okay, so regardless, take out anybody but Manny and put in Ichiro. Johnny Damon. Okay, don't take out Johnny Damon. He was important. <laughs> Manny Ramirez. Dave and Roberts. Who? Dave Roberts. Fuck him. Get him out of there. Of course, it wasn't uh, J.D. Drew. He wasn't out there? He was, he was in one of them. I know he was there for 07. All right, Randy Johnson versus Alex Rodriguez. Randy. 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 Barry Bonds versus Ichiro. Bonds. Ichiro. 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 If Barry Bonds didn't break the home run record, I don't think he would even be on this list, to be honest with you. Good thing you wrote it up. Hmm? <laughs> Good thing you wrote it up. So, what does that bring us down to? Ichiro and Randy Johnson. 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 Ichiro. Randy Johnson. That's it. He was a monster. Boncho. Kylie cheated. So did half. Oh my god, I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it. Tell you what, did either Yankee on that list? Oh, A Rod was Rocket on there. Break. Damn, <laughs> forgot A Rod was on there. What do you want to do? Away with it. Oh, that was just the. Just, the just rattle off another bracket real quick. Were, were there were there any honorable mentions or no? There were. Um. Ooh, Carl Pavano. And it's snotted. He had a great. Uh, Three weeks as a Yankee. Made a ton of money. <laughs> Brett's Gardner. Honorable mentions included Kurt Schilling, Chase Utley, Lance Berkman, Adrian Beltre, Roy Oswalt, Bobby Abreu, and Mark Burley. I like that. Tell your boy, Roy Oswalt. I liked him. I did too. Lance Berkman, probably the worst switch hitter of all time. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was pretty good. Very good in the beginning I mean, of his career. He should have just stayed right here. He was decent in that Yankees World Series run in 09. Hey, yeah, where can people listen to how terrible we are, Mock? What's that? How can people listen to where ter- how terrible we are? Listen, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether you're peer pressured into roids or you are peer pressuring to use roids. Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Check us out pretty much anywhere podcasts are played. We are there. We are on the PPRN radio network every Monday night from 8 to 11. (laughs) Check me and Kendall out tomorrow night on the Peter Pino Show from 7.30 to 10.30. Same time Wednesday. Uh, Download the PPRN app. I, I don't know where the numbers are at, but we're... Still creeping up on a thousand. Yep. St. Louis Blues just took a two-one series lead. Nice. I thought you disabled Innocent your alerts until proven mm-hmm. guilty. I thought you disabled your alerts for the series. Thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> if you're the a thousand, I've watched most of them live. Download. We're gonna send you a gift basket. It's gonna be Kyle. 
It's going to have a bunch of mini muffins. Coach is going to come for a visit. How was the Super Duper Double Citra? Was it Super Duper? Yeah. Was it Super Duper Kyle? Super Duper Kyle. Are you going to lean back with your arms crossed because I don't like Barry Bonds? Are you going to do this now? No, it's not that you don't like him. It's that you deny the fact that he was one of the greatest players of our generation. I didn't say that. He could have been. He did. He did. Time after time. Time after time. Thank you, Mass. Kyle, he's better than half the players that we've ever seen. I don't know. I don't know. We we can agree to disagree. Just because he took steroids doesn't mean he can't hit the fucking baseball. Cut. That's not what I said. There's players that have not taken steroids that can't hit a baseball. I'm not saying the contact numbers wouldn't have been there. The power numbers wouldn't have been. And we pulled up the stats on the show. And I remember we proved you wrong. He was young in Pittsburgh, and then he figured it out in San Fran. About the time he started juicing. Innocent until proven guilty. Okay. Prove me wrong. How do, how do you make your head bigger? Getting fat. No, no. His head doubled in size. But we don't know. He has never been a lot tested. of water weight. <laughs> he's never been tested positive for steroids. You showed me an article where they said he's been tested positive, and he then I believe you. He's test positive now. Dude, they had the whole thing, and he was not charged. So It's true. Oh. Hey. Whatever. First of all, fuck Jose Canseco for throwing yeah, everybody under the bus. For just being a general douchebag. He's the one that fucking took steroids. <laughs> and then ratted on everybody. <laughs> fucking guy tore Tommy John by throwing one pitch. <laughs> Jose, I, we, we could probably do an hour segment on the stupid things Canseco has done. Fly ball off the <laughs> dome over when, the fence. When he scheduled the boxing match and then had his twin brother go fight for him. <laughs> That guy's just a walking idiot. Is that true, though? What's that? Is he a walking idiot? Yeah. yeah. Is he your top 1,000 players of all time? No. He fucking sucked. Top 500,000? Maybe. I mean, five. I, I, it would be hard to say no, but I also don't know 500,000 players. So I guess by default, he'd be in there. He just got lucky. He played with Mark McGuire. He played Gabe McGuire the steroids. <laughs> Kyler, are you all set on your beer review? Yeah, I'm good. I've been done. All right. I had the uh, Citrabrow from Jack's Abbey. What was it? Uh, it was it was okay. Um, the IBUs are kind of low at 30, but I, I got it. It was very bitter, and like the more it opened up as it warmed up, it got super boozy. But I don't know. I, I, I didn't think it was bad, but it was okay. I gave it two and a half stars. I would recommend it. To me? Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it to you, Kyle. <laughs> I know you would hate it, but I'd recommend it to you. I'm going to follow you up because I also had the Citra Brow from Yeah, I'm Jack's sure you Abbey. loved it. Uh, region, Massachusetts, $13 a pop, 5.5%. Amber in color, aromas of citrus and floral, citrusy flavor. Oddly heavy for some reason. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, it's weird. Uh, very weak flavors, the notes of citrus. I uh, gave it two stars and doubtful to get it again. I'm going to drink them on the ride home, for sure. <laughs> yes? I had the Imperial Stout Trooper Stout from New England Brewing. Um, dark brown flavor, or dark brown flavor, wow. Uh, dark brown color. Um, <laughs> tastes like brown. <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> uh, bread and coffee and earthy aromas. Um, smoky, skunky taste. 
It's very heavy uh, so compared to the so compared to a lot of. <laughs> Imagine that you're gonna like it. It's off smoky and skunky. <laughs> <laughs> um, very heavy. Um, very bitter against the sets that I normally like. Um, it really does sit with you. I didn't drink it fast because I wasn't a huge fan of it, but as it got warmer, it really did get worse. It just. <laughs> 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 no, like, just when you think he's gonna say something positive, <laughs> doubles down on the bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, time two, after time, two stars. Doubtful I'd get it again. What? <laughs> I was too busy doing my my book. I've been listening to this, waiting <laughs> for Paul no. to catch something. What just happened? Basically, the did you did you have a second beard that after the I, you gave that two stars? Yeah. He basically just crapped all over the IST. <laughs> pretty bad. Like, pretty heavily. One of the like best regarded beers just crapped all over it. I just wasn't feeling it tonight. You, you know, I tasted brown. Like either. Kyle, <laughs> you, but you're also a fuckface. <laughs> I'll be back here. I think the mass it was influenced by the cheddar ruffles he had. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> he was dunking it. <laughs> this has to be good. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I had the Bourbon County brand stout from the Goose Island Brewery out of was it I? Chicago, Illinois. Uh, it was a five-star rating, Kyle. Can't have a five-star. <laughs> I couldn't even say that without laughing. I have way more <laughs> beers reviewed than anybody else on this show. I can have whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I have the most in-depth beer journal. Uh, so yeah, Bourbon County Stout from Goose Island. thirteen ninety-nine, a pint plus uh, 14.7%. It is black and shimmery in color with caramel, earthy, and uh, charred oak slash vanilla notes. And it has a smiled coffee with a smoky and earthy taste. Caramel, Bob, Bob. It's a very phenomenal beer. It's light and heavy, as in, like, you can take longer, you can take longer, like, sips of it without getting that boozy content yeah. to it. But it's definitely not, like, a sit-back and shotgun type of beer. No. Mostly because it's glass. Um, but... You want to sip it at room temperature out of a snifter because that aroma, you, the curvature of the glass gets the aromas coming out, hitting in the face, keeps oxygen flowing throughout the whole time. Um, this specific one has a two-year age on it since it's been bottled. Um, I think that this year's uh, batch would be best after four. Little Still has a little bit of the bourbon-y booze to it. I don't mind that, but I'm going based off of what I think an average <coughs> bourbon drinker would, or average beer drinker would want. I think after four years, if you can find a, you know, and, and the thing is, is they're out there. I've seen them. I, I, so I was in a store the other day that had a 2014 Bourbon County on. Oh, wow. It doesn't anymore. Because <laughs> you bought have it? it then. Yeah, I did. I bought it. I got $30. <laughs> but it was worth it. Did you drink it? Which there? one was it? 2014. Oh, okay. Did Bourbon you drink County. it already? No. Okay. I got to wait until April 30th. Why do you have to wait until the thirtieth? Because the two thousand fourteen batch was um, unbarreled and bottled on two thousand on April thirtieth, two thousand fourteen. Oh, right. Which means that tomorrow it has reached five years of maturity, which means it will not gain any more maturity after tomorrow. Wow, very convenient. We found it like right in time <laughs> for fate. Well, I knew it the minute I looked at it. I know all these things about these beers. Five stars, absolutely. We get it again. Gonna have it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Different year? I'm going to have it tomorrow. And I'm going to write about it in the beer review. I'm not. Cut. All right. Oh, shit. Um, so next week, 
Makshin will be here. Yes, next week be here, I'll be here. After that. The week after, I will not be And the week after that is our 100th show. So yeah. if you guys have any like suggestions or uh, things you want to hear, or you want to do like about us, what do you, like whatever you guys want. You guys listen to the show. Um, if there's specific things you want us to talk about, you know, fun stuff that we want it to be a fun show. We're not going to focus on the NFL and the like, you know, we'll touch on some stuff here and there, but we want it to be fun. Like when we did the dodgeball thing, you know, like, well, make a dodgeball team or who would you bring to a picnic? You know, <laughs> Our 4th of July show. Yeah, we want to have fun. John Daly and Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're going to have a good time. Um, and we'll be doing giveaways and whatnot. 100 shows, it seems like forever ago that we started. I mean, I'm going to do it one week at a it's just, it's weird, like, 100 shows isn't even two years. I feel like we've been doing this for decades. Has it really been less than two years? Yeah. Well, no. it, it's less than two years since we started posting, but early on we, we used to post, like, three a week. For, like, the first month or so, we used we, to do We had a lot of stuff week. saved up. Yeah. I mean, we still have stuff that's unposted. We have a lot of shows that... Some real rough copies of uh, things just being cooked in the oven while recording a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Someone doing morning? dishes. Yeah. But anyway, Shout out, J-Mart. Tune in next week, same time, same place. PPRN Radio Network on Monday from 8-ish to 11-ish. Um, we're going to... I'm not really sure what we're going to be a surprise. Maybe uh, I'll make the outline at some point this week, and uh, Moxie might be nice enough to post a couple things we're going to talk about. Maybe get some input. input. We're going to do a uh, Riddler's Rankings, do a Twitter poll. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a Twitter Did poll. Did you do a Twitter poll for this week? I didn't. So get a Twitter poll going for next week. Um, next week, you know, I want to touch on NBA and MLB. I want everybody here to come with a segment. Not Twitter poll. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Not masses, momentous moments. Hope you guys like guessing three unnamed players. And, and, <laughs> and send it to Riddler, because you know why? This is helpful. Yeah, it's been she great. That. I did print it. Well, she printed it for me. But I, I, fucking weird. I like to keep tabs. Tabs? You mean notes? Notes, tabs. Tabs are like, I want to know where people are. Where are you? It's 11 anyway, o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Until next are? Monday, I am your host of Cupcake, the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Nah. Souls. <laughs> <laughs> the mask was massy. <laughs> and I'm the Red Baron. Yo.